0: Standing trial today for the third time in two years is infamous Mafia Don Papa Joe Yacaveta. Yacaveta takes the stand to defend himself against allegations of his involvement in the ordered killings of no less than 17 men. The state's case against him relies heavily on circumstantial evidence and the third acquittal has already been predicted. Never shall innocent blood be shed, yet the blood of the wicked shall flow like a river. The three shall spread their block and wings and be the vengeful striking hammer of God. Your existence to the world. You will witness what happens here today, and you will tell of it later.
1: All eyes to the front.
0: Now's a good time to fuck Shut it. You Shut your fucking mouth! your evil that will be sought by us with every breath we shall hunt them down each day we will spill their blood till it rains down from the skies do not kill do not rape. do not steal these are principles which every man of every faith can embrace these are not polite suggestions these are codes of behavior and those of you that ignore them will pay the greatest cost there are varying degrees of evil we are due lesser forms of filth not to push the bounds and cross over into true corruption, into our domain. But if you do, one day you will look behind you and you will see we three. And on that day, you will live it. And we will send you to whatever God you wish.
1: And shepherds we shall be, for thee, my Lord, Lord for
0: thee. Power hath descended forth from thy hand, and swiftly carry out thy command. We shall flow forever forth to thee, and dealing with souls shall it ever be.
1: Et nomine It Et phile. Spiritus Sancti.
2: Want to know about the Jew? Well, you two did to the right place. You're listening to Goy Fire on the Vanguard News Network, Racialism Radio at its finest. And now here's your host Ages.
3: Welcome to Goy Fire. This is our 46th show. We have Zania uh, Nigger Rose in the news. Uh, we call it typical Nigger behavior. T N B to be.
4: T N B. Brief. My brother.
3: Snipper dogs, fine body parts in a hair salon. We're going to cover that in more detail. We got the Holocaust conference in Iran.
5: Holocaust.
3: Kramer, no deal. Did happen. Uh, Kramer has uh, been in the news. Uh, We're going to cover him as well. Putin, wax a mole. Israeli spy or Russian spy uh, being poisoned. We're looking to that. Uh, Tam Cre- Credo calls Miami a third world country
4: He did uh, not go there <laughs> Neither
3: should eh, he. Yes, And Southern Baptist Online Academy White Curriculum So we do have a constructive uh, Part of the program Stay tuned for that But back to our top story tonight Body parts In the walls of a hair salon A Pretoria family spent more than five hours watching in horror Wait, wait, wait.
4: I'd be one of them uneducated Ameriquan motherfuckers. where be this Pretorian shit?
3: Uh, that would be South Africa. Oh, it would, would it? Uh, land of Mandela and other
4: uh, Land of 10,000 lakes.
3: Yeah. Where famous Congoloidal Quan
6: comedians fly off to these days.
4: Yeah. yeah, that's right. Get that's back right. to the roots. Yeah. Right. A Pretoria. Spend some time relaxing and getting their hair cut, maybe in a salon just like this. What kind of things happen in this salon, Aegis? Can you enlighten
3: yeah. us? <clears throat> uh, a family spent more than <laughs> family- five hours yeah. watching in horror as police removed what was thought to be the body parts of their four-year-old daughter from the walls of a hair salon where they oh. were entombed.
4: My
6: God! Like the yeah. pharaohs, you mean?
4: What what, wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah. what? what is this? Yeah. They're digging a kid out of the walls of a hair salon?
6: Yeah. They were good yeah. luck charms, you see. The eyes, the belly button, the, the clit. What else
3: was it, Agents? What, what,
1: what uh, am I The
3: Killers here? had yeah. gouged out her eyes and hacked off her eyelids, breasts, genitals, belly button, and lips. Uh-huh. And threw
6: through, through the rest of the, the carcass out in a, a stream. I guess that was a year or two ago, wasn't it? So that they only kept the vital organs, uh, the valuable, magical stuff
4: for the salon. So they, so basically these niggers rendered this baby kid no, and she threw, was threw the rest of her out yeah. in the stream.
6: Yeah. It's a self-racial cleansing, so you really can't... Uh,
4: you know, you go. guys sound like a couple of racists. I don't believe blacks <laughs> actually act like that.
6: Well, it's for good luck. It's kind of uh, like a like like a masons. They have good luck symbols, and these are good luck black good luck charms. And I don't see what so wor- so okay. Is. So
4: so you got it, it, which you, you worse, the which stinks worse, the hair straightener or
6: the or the eye parts? And I don't know. Yeah, the chop up. Wait, well, you check this, uh, 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 you guys. 500 onlookers watched the the crack team. They called them crack detectives, probably because <laughs> they're niggers who smoke crack. <laughs> but 500 were out there. That that that, that, that sounds like the photographers outside watching Spike flex his muscles in Notting Hill. You know. <laughs> you know the Julia Roberts movie when they open the door, <laughs> five hundred niggers out there. It, it, it must be pretty funny. I don't five hundred niggers howling. Well, it's a funny movie. Uh, uh, but, but, it, 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 it's a romantic comedy, as this is.
4: Uh, the, you,
6: know, uh you have to you have to appreciate. Uh, so
4: five hundred so niggers are teeming as niggers do, and they're watching the cops. Yeah, the break crack, open the, the walls detectives. of the hair salon. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Who are you going to call? <laughs> Orc Busters. <laughs> <laughs> Orc
1: Busters. <laughs> yeah, search
6: so they're and there risk members. On so the jaws of life, uh, yeah. cutting up the concrete walls.
4: <laughs> they're cutting up the, the walls. Uh, yeah. The ash brick walls of Engoveni's salon after two sniffer dogs indicated several areas from which the scent of rotting flesh emanated. This is beautiful. Nakube's mother or maybe that's N-Cube's mother, (laughs) collapsed in hysterics as police began pulling chunks of cement mixed with what seemed to be human flesh from the broken walls. Police filled three evidence bags with the dark brown and black chunks. Oh, that's attractive. (laughs) Crying out of disbelief and horror, nearly 500 onlookers who were kept at bay by police armed with semi-automatic assault rifles screamed for Ngoveni to be handed over to them and punished. So apparently this guy did it. To bring good luck to his salon business. And it was well, damn lucky he wasn't lynched by, the, by his fellow niggers and was driven yeah. away uh, to the police station. Well, conglomerate
6: flesh apparently, unlike white flesh, doesn't change color when it uh, decrepitates.
4: It gets blacker, <laughs> <stinky>, blacker. <laughs> and blacker and stinkier, stinkier, and blacker.
3: Get the get the detective explaining why body parts were built this into the nigger, buildings nigger of, nigger of new business.
4: This be nigger thinking.
3: Yes, yeah, said it was done in order to attract customers. Quote, it is believed that the victim's eyes will help potential customers to see the new business while the lips and tongues will spread the word that a new business is being operated, said the detective. Uh-huh. They, sometimes when they open up, they have door prizes and the winner gets to a hole
6: in the ground to fuck. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> I mean... I mean these are our equals. These are the minute, people that the, the international f- <laughs> press agitated for decades. You got you got to let these people vote. You got to let them have political power. Every man is as good as every other. These people are cutting up babies and sticking their eyes and noses and mouths and lips in the walls because they think that that will attract I mean do you get what's going on here people? The, these these people are and at their funerals, you're equal.
6: At their funerals, oh. they have a, they have a big celebration. The big rage down there is to have rap artists and they come and spin the records back and forth like old Run DMC. I mean, it's a big, big thing. And they say some people are attending a couple of funerals a week because of all the AIDS. So, uh, if, th- if this if this uh, little four-year-old girl has anywhere a decent funeral, I'm sure she'll have a big shindig, but with 500 onlookers and so forth, they will be uh, probably the top uh, DJ in South Africa. I would guess. Right,
3: that'll be right after the rump roast of some. Uh Suspected uh, uh, thi-
4: co-conspirators. This will th- be the cuisine problem. Think. I mean, th- th- these are, are the, you know, you could say, oh, we're taking a case. that." Well, even if we were taking a case that wasn't representative, I mean, it would still be pretty wacky. I've never heard of white people doing that. But this stuff happens pretty damn regularly. And you see it, why South Africa is crap at blogspot.com. And it's this is unusual because they're doing it for a, new, a salon. So they kill a baby and chop it up, put it in the wall to attract new business. But they also believe in fucking babies as a way to avoid AIDS. And uh, there's a, what is it, Craig? It's Moody? Why, why don't you describe what Moody is?
6: Um, in Moody, case yeah. listeners M- have M-U-T-I. never heard of Moody.
4: M-U-T-I.
6: Oh, oh. Well, I'll let AIDS hit, hit the, in the Moody. Eye. I, I saw about the Moody, but, but Moody, is it Moody, is it? Moody boody, yeah, go g-
3: ahead, yeah, getting getting back to the crack <laughs> detectives. Uh, they investigate Moody or Muddy killings and serial murders and rapes. Now, Moody is Muddy or Moody is. So,
4: so there's enough of it. They have a, d- a division or they have officers who are dedicated to yeah. Moody. Uh, so so to it'd be like Moody CSI Moody Division or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so they're tracking down Moody. Moody means basically witch doctors using body parts for whatever reason Law to cure people or, or cast CD spells series. and. And yeah. these niggers are your equal according to your government. They have a privilege to move into your area.
6: That wow. the victim's eyes will help potential customers to see them see the new business. While the lips and tongue will spread the word that a new business is being operated. <laughs> We did just be common detective.
4: sense, Mr. Craig? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shut mean, up. <laughs> it's not like niggers can even grow hair long enough to need haircuts. I mean, they're, they're I buying know. weaves and shit. No wonder they needed help with this new business. Man, it's like a firm They probably imagine. have a
6: special body part for good luck on the weaves. Maybe the genital hair or something. They clip that off and hang it over the the
4: chair or something. Yeah, but, yeah, but can you imagine? Can you? I want you white people listening to us to just imagine that you're living in a country where people who think like this are eight out of ten goddamn people. And I well, use fuck, people very
1: loosely. They, they, they,
4: Would you they, be all these are African shitless? immigrants in the United States? And we let Look. we let these fuckers into our country. I mean we're we hundred and eighty three million
6: Nigerians
4: living in the hundred and eighty three million rivers? White man, you see these insane ads on TV, save the baby African niggers, they're starving. Well, this is the kind of thing you're saving. These fucking little creeps who cut up babies and stick them in the walls to attract business. You're going to spend... Save yourself, white man. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's a false uh, illusion of strength that makes you think we are are the weak ones and we're giving them equal rights to us, they're animals. They're not human. They're not even close to human.
6: I was in the Richmond... We're Richmond, Virginia bus station. And some nigger with a semi-automatic weapon who works for the federal government came over and told me to turn my camera off in an African accent. I,
7: Jesus. Thought,
6: I wonder if this guy has control on
3: that weapon. But uh, yeah, the first I mean, thing is it's just the lot the thought that stinking body parts are going to attract business, and that's that's one unique.
4: Well, in that nigger's defense, they would they did not be stinking when you put them in there.
3: I see. Yeah, It was right.
4: perfectly fresh. They were freshly rendered. Finally, yeah.
3: chat. And even seasoned. Yeah, and then this here from uh, Wikipedia: frequent murder and mutilation associated with traditional cultural practices. Traditional. In South Africa uh, that, that's are not also termed "color." i give
4: killing. you the color, though. The color of Moody. Color. Put some yeah. flesh in the bones there. Yeah. It's a bunch Rudy of killer. fucking goddamn Stone Age witch doctors who are using <laughs> stolen, mula, mula, mutilated kids for, for their body parts celebration for of diversity. Parts. It's
6: not oh, yeah. that at all. It's a celebration of diversity, Alex.
4: It's it's alternative <laughs> medicine. You know, Western doesn't have you know an absolute right to determine what's medicine to heal people. These people are perfectly able to develop uh, above and beyond techniques. Maybe we don't fully do really understand them. It works for them. Who MTV. are we to judge? Who are we to judge yeah. that screwing babies avoids AIDS?
3: Yeah, and this happens wherever they are. I, I re- recall hearing stories of this in London and uh, also in Florida. Uh, some, sure some uh, niggag wanted to get in <laughs> to customs and had a head in the suitcase. Yeah, I think
6: we had that yeah. in Goyfar a few weeks ago. just a couple months ago, I remember. Yeah, yeah. and she didn't. She she was a. Uh, all bent out of shape, that it didn't, you know, they they wouldn't allow that. Probably the... Yeah, she
3: (laughs) she tried to use the same defense Rastafarians use, that they use this in uh, traditional religious practices. Yeah.
6: And, you know, newnation.org, the guy who runs that website, he's constantly put voodoo stories right on the top page. Uh, They're funny. You know, in the middle of Chicago, they'll find some hobble or, you know, and you go in and there's three skulls and...
4: Some, uh, yeah, and then those really sacrificed animals outside of courts because they're hoping to obtain good decisions by placating their gods and and uh, we'll talk about later about you know Apocalypto gives you some of the uh, some of this crazy kooky human sacrifice in three D. Yeah, well, uh, we'll, we'll hit that a little later. Mel, Mel needs this to do
6: this beauty salon. The the traditional black culture of Africa.
4: This, right this is nigger normal. You know, this is not really an aberration. <laughs> this stuff happens all all the time. Well, that's a good, it's a good term to use, nigger normal. And, you know, the conservatives, oh, you're, just not, you're holding the soft bigotry of low expectations. Hey, it's a little more than that, pal. I think there's a little biology work there. They're, they really are on a lower level. And to pretend that they're white is pretty damn crazy. In fact, it's the white equivalent of, of, of sticking eyeballs in walls to attract business pretending that niggers you, you, are, are whites or can meet white standards that's that's just as insane the difference is we have the capacity to believe the truth and, and understand it and and we have more to be ashamed of than these these monkeys do but we got to keep moving no we can't be protect be taught to put a balloon them. on their
6: dicks
3: uh,
4: a
6: few years ago there was a case in South Africa talking about uh, they're not wanting to have sex uh, with anybody but infants because infants don't have aids there was actually a case in which uh, a rape occurred with the umbilical cord still attached. Probably a nuclear
4: family or something down there. But. Oh, then you know you was getting the goods. <laughs> That's right. That, that motherfucker That's some hot pussy. In
1: that
4: That's fresh, fresh pussy, Craig. Come on,
6: buddy. <laughs> That's what niggers call it. Well, can I I can't help it if I grew up in Missouri with a lot of them around. I apologize, quite for our listeners.
4: You'd be umbilical and shit, man. Yeah. It's
6: like that racist redneck song. We're all out of Africa. We're all niggers. So whenever you feel like a nigger, that's because they've taught us that we're all out of Africa. We're all niggers.
3: Oh. Piping with it just out the oven. <laughs> oh. yeah, that's Only like a like nigger it's your time could do fuck, that. Man. First out the twat, then in the twat, then. God damn. But, yeah, they, they say here, this is a sort of an obtuse way of describing it. Moody killings, this is again from Wikipedia, more correctly known as, a- yeah. Go ahead. as medicine murder. Now, here, they make a difference here. Uh, more correctly known as medicine murder are not human sacrifice in a religious sense, but rather involve the murder of someone in order to excise body parts for incorporation as ingredients yeah. into medicine african
4: exactly excise right. tax there
3: you go to,
4: to, to do their rituals that they need to they need body parts
6: they need to open a whorehouse down there of a uh, two-month-old infants That's and you know well what i gotta
4: say there. is you know you watch fox news or whatever and they can go over some bullshit like you know some little attempts between two prissy girl men tony snow and david gregory and they can run on that bit small bit of gist for a week for a week and they never tell you stuff like this they never report on on actually interesting news because they they have to maintain this artificial consensus and this too we'll talk about later in the show when we talk about the Holo, holocaust conference but uh you know, there's all this news out there that's really only local. And, and that's why we try to bring this out to show you this is what's really going on in the world. And you want to let this type of creature uh, dominate your society, this is what you're going to get. Really crazy, crazy stuff that can only be explained by one thing. That is the incredibly low IQ of the African, whether in America or in Africa proper. But so wherever the African goes becomes Moodyville. And you've got to watch out.
3: We got a boo toilet inventor, Fleckless Joe Jackson be shooting and shit. Uh, Yeah. Jane, uh, you brought this article to our attention. Uh, What be Joe Jackson be doing these days?
6: Well, he's. uh, this is kind of the American version of what we just talked about, except, of course, with the admixture of 25% white blood on average, American niggers are quite a bit smarter. So this fellow out of Chicago, uh, who was the trucker for all his... 30 years of his career, he uh, got the idea to uh, put some sort of fiberglass toilet in the trucks. But the only problem is his lawyers told him it had already been invented. But he wasn't dissuaded from that. So he kept <laughs> bugging his lawyers there in some Chicago high rise. And then one of them, who actually used to practice in Hawaii, I've seen his ads, uh, McKenna, one of them had an- uh, the unluckiness to have a- another patent. Which was represented by a second patent attorney named McKenna. Well, uh, feckless Joe Jackson, uh, the Negro genius uh, toilet inventor, he looked on the Internet and realized this. he realized he'd been uh, ripped off damn. And so uh,
4: Well Craig, what was so unique about this Nigger's cramper?
6: Well, that's just it. It wasn't. But he, he told his family how he was going to make them a millionaire to make him famous. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't even. It had already been invented.
1: <laughs> so,
7: he wanted so, to be uh, on
6: that inventor list and shit. Damn. But he did end up to be a mass spree killer of three people. But he did shoot a Jewess in the foot. So, But unfortunately, uh, hmm. his name wasn't as good in every case. He went but, from re-
4: reinventing the toilet to killing people.
6: Yeah, in the toilet that never was, kind of like a children's story or something. And, and, and you know, when this story broke, it, it was in the news, I would say, roughly 48 hours. And I often look on Google News, you know, there'll be like 417 stories on these kind of things because they're repeated all over the world, you know, India, everywhere, but but no picture, no photo. And uh, with the uh, innocuous name, Joe Jackson, well, Joe Jackson from Chicago, I think uh, VNNers and Goyfire listeners could put two and two together. So uh, finally the picture came out, but it uh, took a while.
7: Who Joe Jackson?
6: Joe Jackson's an, uh, an American Negro. He's uh, f- from voodoo, he's gone up to toilets. He's, he's no longer an African. He's uh, the toilet killer.
4: I still don't see what he thought was so unique about his own toilet, though.
6: Well, there was nothing. That's the whole point. He was under a whole big uh, illusion that he, uh, the, he, he concocted up himself. And then he fell under his own illusion that he was a great inventor of something that ne- that, that had never seen the light of day on the planet, you know. And his uh-huh. lawyer said, look, this thing has already been made. And he couldn't get it, see. In his mind, this is how the black mind works. I, I see you're not understanding. <laughs>
4: well, what, like a toilet no, in a house or what?
6: Oh, oh he was going to put him in a rigs, tractor trailers, you see. He was a truck
4: driver for years. Oh, okay. But his lawyer researched yeah. it. It, we don't want I see you haven't fraternized with it. enough niggers lately, Alex. Well, I didn't. I didn't hear old- you say that it was in
6: in a uh, truck, though. I understand, but you know they they really have really high opinions of whatever they're up to. Remember, <laughs> oh, <I laughs> whatever <that>. it is, <laughs> however crazy it is, It could be pimping. It could be uh, some government job, and uh, they're esteemed up. They're steamed
3: up. Yeah, well, up here, get get this. He gave his patent, or at least his patent ap- application, to a guy named McKenna. And he later found out that the Boston-based Cesare and McKenna firm had patented the toilet or a toilet-related right. patent. But this guy just with happened, no relation to McKenna, his McKenna. Right, right. Who took the application and he thought he was uh, the same guy, yeah. <laughs> so he shot him. Yeah, there's a nigger yeah. on the internet. We got
6: a couple of those on the site, Black Dave and all. They, they, they find out too much information driving through my brain too much information driving me insane as Sting used to sing.
3: McKenna, wait. Uh-huh. I knew that motherfucker. He stole my right. idea.
4: <laughs> he stole my poo profits. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scottish motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So let's give the mayor a golf clap for trying to do something useful. Uh, <laughs> 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 he, should, he,
6: he should have got his PhD in physics.
4: And Almost indistinguishable from silence. Yeah,
6: it would have been easy these days. You just go to school, and they'll, they'll give you your They'll just give you a PhD. It's very easy. Well, well yes.
3: next
4: TMB, uh,
3: Alex, I think you had a, one on the roster. Uh, that was the Duke rape case, which we've been following. Uh, oh, the yeah. bogus Duke rape case. No evidence. No nothing. But. A big media circus all the same. For the poor uh, white lacrosse players who have to uh, yeah, put I mean, up these, with a, a nigger these, rose uh, accusations.
4: These kids have been run through the gauntlet a hundred times when this story, basically within about 48 hours, was known to be bogus because the the second stripper said it was a bunch of shit. Now, she later she later went back on that, but it was very clear to anyone that basically nothing happened right off the bat. But now you know they uh, they just came back with two new news blips one is that apparently the accuser is pregnant or got pregnant right around the time that the supposed rape happened and either has or is just about to give birth to a kid and also she had you know three uh, sperm or dna from three different non accused people that is th- sperm from this nigger had sperm from at least three niggers who <coughs> Swimming around her pubes, right? And the, the white guy's got to take shit for a year because this nigger whore accused them of rape, and every establishment authority sided with this nigger whore. That's, Gee, that's the bottom line here. you know. And they talk about white privilege and how white privilege and the white race needs to be abolished so that we can all be equal. Well, what are you talking about? To get to equality, whites have to look up. You don't have equality. Have the powers that be side with the niggers. The Jews, the yeah. whites are looked down upon. Whites are routinely mocked by no, the you know, statists, say, by the courts.
6: O- o- OJ could do ads for Ginzu knives. They had to put this chick on some some douche product afterwards. Should be a big success. Yeah, white well, girls I need mean, that black chick. Although she
4: is there. a nigger, so you know maybe. Well, white
6: girls love that. Just put the nigger on their uh, on their beauty products, everything. You know,
4: with only th- there was well, these three. What would that qualify? That's probably a black Puritan. only has three different types of sperm. So much goddamn sperm, it has to take a number to get into her <laughs> pussy.
3: Yeah, well, she's pregnant. So I right. went there. So, I mean, she's uh, already to, ready to pop out the next uh, I think uh, All the robber. other
4: sperm can do is fizz impotently around the opening. <laughs> Angered. Yeah. Damn. Damn, I wanted to be the next England Yeah, that thing is going to come out. She's going to name it. Obsidian justice Horson, my guess <laughs> my educated guess yeah and and, and they and they had uh, I saw uh who was it greta van ugly on uh uh van Susteren on uh you know very very mild to- usually she's very prosecutorial very accusatory, but she's dealing with the, the spokesman for this uh hoax alleger this uh, this accuser. She's dealing with her cousin who's the you know their spokesman for the family and who's all crying and it's ridiculous and even now though, the even the liberals can't keep up the pretense on the TV anymore. They're talking about this all the time. They know it's completely bogus. But uh Nifong, the prosecutor there in Durham, uh keeps on pursuing and won't give it up. He'd be a friend of the black man, what voted him into office? And uh you know, online. When, when you drive you through those areas. areas. Yeah, go ahead.
6: Well, I, I wanted to say I, I distributed TAs through there, and it is really um,
4: Durham, a North shocking Carolina. Area.
6: Yeah, and and through that all that part of North Carolina, it's just uh, I would say it's uh, at best it's fifty fifty.
4: Yeah, that's and about what apparently Durham is. They say. Yeah,
6: and when you look in the country and just everywhere, it's just uh, frightening and disturbing and uh, uncomfortable and. Uh,
4: a guy who's who's done a good job documenting this is Lou Rockwell dot com writer named William Anderson, who himself has a couple of nigger adoptees, and he's he's a libertarian idiot in a lot of ways. But he has correctly pointed out that this case is absolutely baseless. What he doesn't see is the the Jewish connection it is as Craig and I have documented, and others, but mainly Craig. It was you and I who dug up the facts. Jews absolutely Lawson. dominate the law schools, particularly the top law schools. This allows them to put the to, to dominate the courts in turn, and, and just the whole environment. And, you know, and they get the court analysts, and you got all these ancillaries that kick in once you got the main thing. <laughs> not not the least of which is Congress, where so many of the people are lawyers who, who are representatives, and so they create the environment in which they can get away with this kind of thing. And this is this is basically whites are paying. A, it's like an extra tax that whites pay for being white. They pay an extra tax when they go to court. It's not in money. It may be in years or lost a a respect or status, but it's a very real thing. I mean, we pay a tax in every possible way for being ordinary, normal white people in America today under the There's a
6: constant mental and psychic trauma of living in a multicult in which every day you get up, you're uh, hectored and hounded by the media as to what uh, is the latest... Really are uh, toe the line you're supposed to uh, accede to or meet,
4: and yet yeah, it's what? a pressure that is never acknowledged anywhere mm-hmm. except not, here at Boy Fire it, it, you know. and at VNNForum.com. dot com. We and VN dot com. It's never no. That's something that I'd mentioned before. The professor Fred Lynch, who wrote Invisible Victims: White Males in the Crisis of Affirmative Action, one of the very first studies of how white males were reacting mm-hmm. to affirmative action, and that that was one thing he found is like this 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 pain and and real genuine suffering is never acknowledged anywhere why oh just be tough and overlook why should we overlook it
1: why Get should we overlook
4: above? being treated like shit in our country that our people built for us why we don't want to take second place to the goddamn jews and niggers what have they done that's ever any what is the what is a nigger ever done for you craig ages me stand recording and what what the fuck has a nigger ever done not a goddamn thing well,
6: one of them tried to sexually fuck assault them. me one time when i was a kid in school
4: <laughs> in you go. School. you owe him you owe him
6: <laughs> i told you, you fucking <laughs> that was it
4: I'm unbelievable it, you know? yeah. yeah all too believable yeah. maybe maybe he, he wasn't after you craig so much as parts of you
6: uh, yeah exactly he, he asked me do i do salon? i like do i like i think he put it i, I think at the Ooh. time i was 17 or 16 and he said do i like, you do, I like boys? do i like you? do i like you do i like you do you like me yeah that's right and <laughs> i remember i remember he was listening to working in a coal mine going down 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 for some reason i i, I don't i don't forget that it was in boston i went to this private school anyway, god.
4: god yeah they're there what did we ever do to deserve niggers? good lord they're treated and like you know the, the, gods the these on earth, suicide like, rate but not even as attractive as small animals.
6: It's the the suicide rate, stupid. for white men above fifty, there was a recent story and it's extremely high. I've forgotten the precise number, but I mean it's essentially higher than about any segment of the society, with the possible exception of even older people.
4: And a lot of that is just feelings of uselessness and uh, inability yep. to get jobs, and they've had their kids stolen from them a lot of times yep. by the Judaized courts. And, none, again, none of this pain is ever its ever expressed or legitimized. No source ever refers to it or talks about it. Therefore, it's not real to most people. And most people may not even have the analytical tools, even if they are white males, to understand the systematic nature of the problem. And right-wing people are predisposed to think, oh, anytime time you blame the system that's leftist, that means you're a loser. It means you don't want to take responsibility. Well, that's often the case on the left with the minorities and such. It's not the case with what we're talking about. It's a very real systemic harassment and systemic bias against normal white people. And it really does put obstacles in their way. Whether they're tax or status loss, uh, uh, basically their, their goods, stuff that they have earned is being turned over to people who don't deserve it. And that's what we're here to talk about and make real in people's minds and say only you working with us can change it.
6: And in the popular milieu or this quasi-religious uh, political correctness culture, which they now have. Essentially, racial envy and racial competition has replaced what used to be class competition in, in Jewish Marxism, although it's rarely ever spoken openly as that, but you can read scholarly articles about it, and uh, you can see the comparisons there. are Fifty-five members of Democratic Socialist of America which is the uh, American branch of uh, Socialist International, and those are in the U.S. Congress. I believe the entire Nigger Caucus is, uh, uh, are still members. But you can look them up, Democratic Socialists of America. That's just one small thing. In other words, communism, uh, a, a watered-down but more uh, controlling form of it, in some aspects, has actually taken control of the United States.
7: Sure.
4: And... The, the practical meaning of that is whites work for free, and and the, the money that they earn, a portion of it is taken and turned over to those who don't earn, and that means uh, that means niggers, who get free rent.
6: What was it from each according to his
4: uh, from each according ability? to his ability to each to according each to according his to needs. needs. And, and Americans are so like, dumbed <laughs> down, they're so dumbed yeah. down that when they asked them that one time famously, they thought that that was part of the Constitution rather than a Marxian. <laughs>
3: yeah know, and think about it need. whites have all the abilities and Negroes have all the needs it's a
4: perfect sure. relationship they have endless endless needs and they generate endless amounts of people that's their biological strategy the they pop Indian out a bunch of squaws and
6: and uh, they
3: call them male squaw
6: let's not leave those mestizos and all the uh, lorazzo
3: manginas or something
6: like that no. yeah. latrinos yeah. that's what matt hale called them the latrinos
4: i like that yeah well, yeah, well yeah, it's all endless need.
3: yeah habitat well, for humanity all over the world White's uh, you know, working for, for Negroes.
4: Yeah. Behest and behest you know, the
3: Jews. Yeah. If
4: you spread, spill out food all over there, and uh, you, you're going to get vermin come and eat it, and they're going to eat it till it's gone. So they're going to eat up all the welfare and benefits we can provide. As long as we're providing them free, there'll be shitskins there to take them. Yeah. well, This so is what we we've talked about
6: before. We're breeding our own assassins, you guys. Pardon me, Agis. But I just really want to say that. We're breeding our own assassins in many cases. These horrific crime stories and rape stories we read... Uh, Many, many, many times these people grew up with all sorts of public benefits, so this is a really sick system of people who. We should be. Boy, it sure uh, is. Yeah, we should be assassinating the. uh, I mean, legally assassinating by law, you know, where it's legal. uh, You know, these uh, killers of our people.
4: Well, and and we're talking about Christian churches that are paid by the government and claim it's a very moral thing to do to import these Africans who carry on this moody. And this craziness. And, yeah, uh, one
3: point three million assaults against white people reported
4: per year in the. Reported, and there are many that are not reported, and there are many reports that are lost because the, Remember the big how cities we, we become recently, necrotic. The, we, we looked at police chiefs don't record them.
6: The two thousand five uh, FBI, which is under the Department of Justice, which is under a little spick. But we looked at their uh, 2005 crime reports for hate crimes. Remember, we were laughing about it we did on VNNforum.com because there's not a single Spic or Hispanic would be the classification normally, hate crime. Such yeah. sweet people, aren't they? All mm-hmm. these? How many are there now? Thirty million there, and not one single hate crime. The category doesn't even exist.
4: No, because it's, <laughs> any crime committed by Mexican is they lump it into the white category. This is how dishonest the government is. And, it's you know,
3: a love crime. It's, it's love one crime. way
4: to. It's one way to prove. It's one. Well, they're trying to bring down the the gap between black and white. And every any, every anytime there's a statistical difference in performance between black and white. The media will start bitching about a gap, and how do we close it? And they will tax whites and browbeat them to no end to try to close that gap. And the only way you can do it is by dragging the, the superior race down to the inferior race.
6: Yeah, well, and, we'll keep it up, White quans, And in 20 years, the real top white families will be proud that, the, that their uh, daughter is not marrying into a nigger family, but she's marrying into a little spick, Alberto Gonzalez or something, you know? four foot
7: six
4: inches. Like the Bushies have already done. And then look what they've That's gotten. Right. I mean, they, they got the, the one whacked out uh, yeah. a drug freak broad that Jeb Bush was married to.
6: Listen, Jeb Jeb Bush's wife, she was actually an illegal alien, Alex. I proved that in one yeah, of the threads. it's amazing. Actually an illegal alien. That's not something.
4: People need to, got to grasp it, man. If you have good white jeans, you, have, really, you really do have a treasure. And they're trying to get you to give it away for free. These shit people who are basically, they're, they're monkeys. little more than monkeys. They're certainly not our equals. To treat them that way is insane.
6: No, they're not our equals. They're our superiors. That's where we're treating them. That's why they get choice jobs from government every three levels, four levels of government.
4: Kissing their you ass, know. S- you know. Yeah, yeah, just like Van State, kissing City, the County, ass the, 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 the dumb ass, you know, relative of the woman who made the bogus accusation in the Duke case. Absolutely crazy.
3: Yeah, or Obama, the sexy, sexy oh God, uh, movie yeah. star, something oh yeah. or other. I, I heard a, a recent description of him like that, just because he's What's an ugly nigger. that
4: nigger to shine shoes?
3: Yeah, it's like the opposite of what they should feel is what they're uh, claiming to feel. Uh, when they uh, supposedly say, that guy has sex appeal? God damn, I'm a I'm a movie star.
6: Well, ages, nigger sex appeal is odd. You know, Malcolm X was on the down low for nine years, and... They didn't figure that classified him as a, as a uh, as a fudge packer. That classified him as an angry black man and a great hero on our postage stamp.
4: Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. They put the hell. Nine out of years
6: on the down low. Yeah.
4: Right now, it's looking like McCain or Hillary or Obama or Hillary Obama versus McCain. All of them fans of Israel and undesirable.
3: Yeah, that's a choice in our great democracy these days. But, yeah, speaking of other democracies uh, and uh, politics in general, we have the Iran Holocaust Conference without German participation going on. uh, Big, big, big news. Uh, Duke gave a couple of uh, uh, interviews. Uh, It's been a big deal, especially considering many historians are in jail, as we speak, yeah. in uh, Europe.
4: Yeah, who can you uh, name that's in jail right now? Horst Mahler, Zundel. What did, he, what did he do? What did they do? What did Zundel do? What did Irving do?
6: Well, what Mahler did is passed out brochures that said that being an anti-Semitic is an absolute sure sign of excellent mental health. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: throw them in the pokey. <laughs>
1: but we he lives in a democracy. In I, in
4: mean, I mean, what's the problem? I mean, be a little critical of our our friends in the in the funny caps. But I mean, I don't. You know, they throw them in jail for that. It doesn't sound very democratic. It doesn't sound like free speech is upheld in that country.
3: Yeah, from what I hear, they're walking around with chains. Uh, they bring them chained into the courtroom, like uh, you know, niggero
4: that murderer in the courtroom
3: uh that would have been uh rudolph uh, a brought rudolph
4: they brought what, in what is his claim to fame uh,
3: uh he proved that there were no gas chambers at auschwitz i
4: believe right craig are you an anti-semite you hate jews. <laughs> yeah
6: i am no i don't i don't really hate all semites I, I, I like uh hezbollah suicide bombers but i don't i don't like jews
4: craig i've been gassed i was in the holocaust so i think i can speak about it firsthand i was gassed to death it's not pleasant <laughs> at all. I really I was, basic training. Training down. was re- flight, uh, in basic training.
3: Was that a flight from Chicago to, York
4: to York. LA? <laughs> well, I was gassed eight times, so yeah. I'm a little more special in that regard.
3: But you're a survivor, Alex. That's what's important. I am important. a
4: survivor. You got to tell the tale—the proud five thousand year tradition of making up things and then recovering from them—and charge a premium. <laughs> I, I, I like to make appearances at public libraries and tell little kids about how I suffered in the Holocaust. These people, yeah, It's so are funny. You know, they, oh, they lost, every Jew on earth lost 55 grandparents in the Holocaust. It really is weird. They all, they all lost their grandparents in the Holocaust. Well, how the hell do they reproduce? You know, what were their kids doing when their grandparents were killed? It, it's just, it's utterly bogus. And you always oh, you challenge on them, like I've challenged dumbass Debbie Schlüssel. In Michigan, she kind of a second-rate Republican hack. Uh, you know, name them, name them, you dumb cunt. Name these relatives They were killed. them can you believe it? They were killed. How They they don't want it. They, they never come up with any names. So it's basically it is a big scam. And what we saw in this Duke thing was really tremendous. Ahmadinejad just jammed it up the west ass, you know, and and he did it he did it smoothly. He didn't do it stupidly and and tripping over his tongue and and heartily the way george bush does he just he just said yeah, you know you know you talk about freedom you talk a good game about freedom of speech but you know gee i can't help but notice you keep throwing people in jail what is it with you people over there in the west i'm going to convene a little conference and let people talk openly and honestly without any goddamn kike interference about about this thing that people have paid out tens of billions of dollars you know, and and, and they're, they have this held over their head for decades and how evil Germans are and how we must make sure this never happens again. It's just a it big scam. It threatens the entire people. Middle
6: East with Eretz is that concept that they have the right to reclaim these areas they really never even for, controlled.
4: No, I mean Except they they the stole the land from the people who were living there. They lied that people weren't living there after they'd stolen it. They they stole it uh, through extreme violence. And you know we still we've got well, sellouts the like is Griffin, the, the BNP who want to overlook yeah. what what the Irgun and the Stern Gang did in torturing British soldiers. So even among nationalists, there are sellouts. And Jared Taylor and, uh, and on the American side, and Griffin on the British side would be a couple of uh, parallels. And they wanna they're they're basically Jew deniers. They're denying that, that Jews are the ones who are putting these laws in place that are really afflicting white kind by you know, our natural Aryan impulse is let people speak their mind because that's how you that's how you arrive at the truth. You hear all sides of things, you make your judgment, you move forward, you test it against the evidence, you keep going. I mean, once you once you throw in restrictions on speech, you're basically saying, Look, you can't talk about problems now if you can't talk about problems because it injures someone's interest then you can't solve the problem and and so you have this artificially enforced consensus reality that's perpetrated through the media and this is what this conference really offered was it started to poke holes in this and we saw duke get on there with uh wolf blitzer and blitzer's an old zionist his his dad was kicked out of a and if you want to blame Hitler for something? Here's what you blame him for. Uh, I've turned vertical <laughs> explosion rather than horizontal. This is exactly what I mean, because the goddamn son of Blitzer, Wolf, the son, is, is carrying on the same damn problems that his father was causing in Germany. Hitler should have killed him, but instead what he'd do is kick him out of the country. Well now his fucking what was his son dad's name? Just his name? Uh, I don't know what his dad's name was. But he, his name, there. Wolf, comes from, I think, his grandfather and his son. Zev Barak. No, that's a name that Wolf Blitzer writes under that means basically the same thing in in Hebrew. Wolf and and lightning. But
3: What the hell is this guy? Is he, he an APAC agent? Or what, he what did he do used to work, to work for APAC, for APAC. and, probably and
4: is still on the hmm. board or still works with them in some capacity. APAC is the one that's supplying all these spies that are traitors to America. So he's on their... He's on CNN for years and years, decades, dealing with the Middle East. As though he's some honest broker, honest you know, broker of information. No, he's a he's a fucking Zionist, an official Zionist.
3: Why isn't the peace process working, Oyvai?
4: He has uh, Duke on there, and Duke correctly pointed out. And I got I got to say that's one of the few times when I've seen the Zionist-controlled media give the white nationalist time to. Answer without interrupting him immediately. So Duke was able to get a few shots in. Normally they simply take their time to ask their question in normal, in uh, a normal speed, and then they give you about a second and a half, and then they immediately jump on and start punching you again. They did the same thing here in terms of the emotional framing. You know, Duke's all kinds of evil, and they use the Chiron is the term for the printing on the on the screen, on TV, and that, you know the Chirons are all used to say, you know ultimate evil, you know, duke shaking hands with Ahmadinejad and and they or do duke everything possible hate, to yeah. to yeah, duke of hate to, to poison the well and to frame it so that this guy's evil and then. Do you hate Jews? you know, ask like you have some kind of mental problems.
7: Welcome back. Former Ku Klux Klan leader turned politician David Duke has spent decades provoking many Americans with his opinions on race and religion. Now he's found a surprising new platform in Iran. Duke put himself front and center at a conference on whether the Holocaust actually occurred. And in the process, he became an ally of Iran's fiercely anti-American president. Uh, I'll speak with David Duke live from Tehran in just a moment. First, let's get some background from our Mary Snow. She's in New York. Mary?
0: Well, whether he's pushing his white race agenda or targeting Zionists, David Duke and extremism have always gone hand in hand. And that extremism was welcome in Iran, where its leader has said Israel should be wiped off the map. Meet Iran's new American friend, David Duke, the former politician and ex-grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. He's applauding Iranian President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad for assembling a conference of Holocaust deniers. Duke says it's all about free speech. Many see it another way, with one headline in the U.S. reading, Cringing at Iran Coop Fest.
5: And the Zionists have used the Holocaust as a weapon to deny the rights of the Palestinians and to cover up the crimes of Israel.
0: World leaders have expressed disgust. British Prime Minister Tony Blair says Duke's presence just points to Ahmadinejad's extremism. I I had to get someone to go and check twice that they actually invited this, this person who was the former head of the Ku Klux Klan there. I mean and it's unbelievable. And Iran's not the only spot abroad where Duke's found a receptive audience. Last year he took his anti-Zionist rhetoric to Syria. The Southern Poverty Law Center which monitors hate groups, says Duke has been getting an international audience larger than he gets in the US.
5: I think David Duke is without question the best known white supremacist leader in America today. You know that said, uh, he is not anything like he was uh, 10 or 15 years ago. The time is coming. When the American majority will find its way to its rights and its heritage.
0: Then, Duke was in the thick of politics, saying he put his days as a Klansman behind him. He served in state office in Louisiana and at one time tried running for president. In 1990, even though he lost a Louisiana U.S. Senate race, he startled many when he won more than half the white vote there. In 2003, he went to prison for tax and mail fraud. And some say because he was discredited in the U.S., he searched for new audiences.
5: Well, I think that what Duke is doing in Iran is really giving uh, life uh, to the Holocaust denial movement. And it is helping to stoke uh, very dangerous fires uh, in the Middle East and in Arab countries in general.
0: On Tuesday, the White House called the Iranian conference an affront to the entire civilized world. Wolf?
7: Thanks very much, Mary Snow, reporting for us. Uh, joining us now, live from Tehran, is the former Louisiana State Representative David Duke. Uh, Mr. Duke, thanks very much for coming in. Uh, what do you say to those who, say, uh, who charge, and there are many, that you're there in Tehran at this Holocaust conference simply because you hate Jews?
5: Well, first off, Mr. Blitzer, I resent the introduction you made of me. You mentioned the Ku Klux Klan 11 times. That was over 30, well, 30 years ago in my life. And since that time, I got elected to the House of Representatives. I became, and I received a full doctorate. I've been a teacher. I have one of the best selling books in the world and i don't you interview many former communists in governments all over the world and you don't introduce them by saying former communist and not certainly not 11 times i think you're biased because you're a former lobbyist for apac you're a jewish extremist supporter of israel so you want to bias anyone who criticizes zionism well do you hate jews no i don't do you hate people who want don't want to be controlled do you, you hate Americans who don't want the Israeli lobby to have Americans fight and die and thousands maimed because Israel wants it in the Middle East we have a war in Iraq because Israel wanted that war not for American interests they lied to us about weapons of mass destruction and now they're trying to get America to war against Iran and I think it'd be a tragedy for this country a tragedy for the world and you don't like what I say against Zionism, so you want to talk about the Ku Klux Klan rather than the issues facing the world. Do The you, do, terrorism of the Israeli state, for instance. Do you believe, Mr. Duke, that there was I'm a sorry? Holocaust? I believe, sir, that the only way we can know whether there was a Holocaust or the nature of it is freedom of speech. I don't think we should be locking people in prison in Europe. Even elderly people in their 80s because they dare to have a different opinion about an historical event. The American government shouldn't be saying that the Iran conference, the Iran conference was a conference for freedom of speech. I heard many uh, mainstream Holocaust speakers at this conference, many. This conference allowed freedom of speech on the issue. The American government and Tony Blair and George Bush should be saying it's a disgrace that David Irving, a worldwide historian with books in almost every library of the world, is in prison right now in Austria because he said something the Zionists don't like about the Second World War. Do you believe uh, in a two-state solution
7: to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, uh, a new state of Palestine living side by side with the state of Israel?
5: I think that's probably the best solution. I think you have to ask the people who live there, of both, of both Israel and the Arab countries. But I know one thing. Uh, you can't impose a solution from the, from the Zionist domination of American foreign policy. Uh, Pearl and people like Wolfowitz, Fife, Wormser, Crystal, Abrams, we can go on and on. It sounds like a Jewish wedding. They have set American policy and they've hurt American interests in the Middle East. Just as I've said for years as Walt and Mersheimer of Harvard have said, it's a fact. And we are dying right now in Iraq. Because we're there for Israel's interests. We've got no oil out of, this, out of this war. I said I went around the world, around the country well, before l- this war. L- let me, inter- no let, me, in let me interrupt
7: structure. for a moment, uh, Mr. Duke. As far as I know, the President yes. of the United States, who's the Commander-in-Chief, is not Jewish. The Vice President of the United States is not Jewish. The Secretary of Defense is not Jewish. The National Security uh, Advisor to the President, not Jewish. The Director of the CIA, not Jewish. Are these people uh, simply tools of the Zionist conspiracy?
5: not tools of a conspiracy but they are definitely tools of the zionist media and political power even the washington post said that sixty percent of the contributions for the republican party come from jewish sources plus if any politician in america dares to criticize israel millions will go to his opponents. And he will be attacked in the media where Zionists have incredible power. Even the, the Jewish Chronicle, the Jewish Los Angeles Times, excuse me, not the Los Angeles Times, the, the uh, Jewish Times of Los Angeles stated that four of the five conglomerates of the media, largest media conglomerates are owned by Jews and the fifth is even more pro-israel than some of those uh, conglomerates. We have a controlled media in the United States. And that's why we're not hearing the truth about this conference. This conference is about the fact that there must be freedom of speech. And this is insane uh, okay. that people are being criticized this, this conference is being criticized when there are people in prison right now for freedom of their conscience. Yes, but now, a if you, do you think uh, that David political Irving political should be political. in prison right now in Austria? I'm asking you a question, uh, sir. Well, I'm the, do you I'm think David one, Irving should be in, in prison in, in Austria for, for voicing uh, an we, invi-
7: we invited you on, and the question is, if we exactly. invited you on, why is there a Zionist conspiracy if we're letting you on, t- on television right now? How do you explain that?
5: Well, how do I explain that? I, I think that you can't affect the news. You've got—I think you have to put some spin on what's happening. Well, we didn't in have to invite Iran. you on CNN. And you wanna, you, you, it's an attack mode. Always an attack mode when, you, when people like myself come on there. But you thought you could handle me with your 11 connotations of the Ku Klux Klan? you lo- you, can't lo- 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 you can't handle lo- me, lo- You can't handle the truth. And the fact is, you are right, an agent uh, listen, of Zionism. Right. You work for APAC, the lobby in this country that Mr. controls Israel. I'm going to read to you Ahmadinejad,
7: Television and said, and an Israeli uh, agent. All right, I'm going to read to you what Mr. Uh, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, the president of Iran, has said, and then you can respond if you agree or disagree with him. Israel must be wiped off the right. map, and God willing, with the force of God behind it, we shall soon experience a world without the United States and Zionism. That's what he said on October 28, 2005, according to Al Jazeera.
5: All right, first off, that's a complete misquote. He never said a wipe off the map. And he was talking about the Zionist control of the United States. In fact, I, w- I heard his last speech, and I read articles all over the world where he said Israel would be wiped off the map. He said Israel would have a change in government just as the Soviet Union Changed. He the, obviously, the Russian people weren't killed. Israel wasn't wiped out. And this was to garner hatred against Iran. But well, what so about what he says? What he Holocaust, says? Should he should maybe even nuclear the strike the against the. When
7: he says we should soon experience a world without the sorry, United sir, States. Hear you. When he says we should soon experience a world without the United States and Zionism, but he, I
5: I, I know what the translation was. He was referring to the to the control of the world. Israel uses the United States as its proxy. They use the United States, as Mahatma said from Malaysia. Israel is able to dominate our policy through their money, through their media control, and they're leading us to disaster. Richard Pearl and Paul Wolfowitz were the formulators of the Iraq War. Pearl, Wormser, and Feith wrote a paper for Benjamin Netanyahu of of Israel calling for war against iraq iran and syria and that's exactly what we did they made up the lives of weapons of mass destruction because americans were not willing to die in, in thousands and spend billions of dollars for Israel's strategic objectives david Duke, that's the reality uh, of it. Uh, we have to leave and it there's there so the many lies is, are going the satellite on satellite is yeah. about to go down
7: uh... so we have to leave it right there but uh... you're in tehran well people can find information david Duke i'm, dot sure, com. I'm david david sure they will have com. plenty of opportunities to hear what you have to say Uh, That's it, Uh, David Duke joining us from Iran.
4: If they let the white nationalist answer, it becomes just like the Hans Christian Andersen tale where the little kid's pointing out, hey, the emperor doesn't have any clothes. And you know what? The emperor is the holocaust. It ain't got no clothes. And the clothes it doesn't have are the the gas chamber, the imaginary gas chamber. And and that's the truth. And that's what they are very afraid will come out when people realize that, look, they are throwing, you know, PhD chemists like Germar Rudolph in jail for doing the test and finding out, hey, they are lying about this. Just as they lied about human bodies being made into soap, they've admitted that's not true. They've admitted Germans didn't make Jews into Jews skin into lampshades. Well, eventually it's going to come out that, no, there were no gas chambers. And we claim there were 4 million killed at Auschwitz, and that was the main place, the main killing center. Now they've reduced that to 1 million little over 1 million, but the actual records that the Red Cross, the Soviets, and the Germans have show that there were only a few tens of thousands in that camp that died. And they didn't die from being executed. Most of them died because they were running out of food, because their their supply lines were bombed by the Allies, who had total air control. So what you have to understand is this, this... really reality is maintained it's very thin it's all it's it's a group of maybe a thousand people working for these different sources and the most popular blogs and the main mainstream sources so called or the captive form a captive media that propagates a big lie that is sort of a story that we all agree on and it's propagated through the schools but the internet is allowed us to see that no Look, people, their behavior already shows they're white nationalists. They move away from other races and now we have the intellectual sustenance to prove these guys are just simply lying about everything. And they are just shitting themselves with fear because this stuff is getting out there. And they could act, Mm -hmm. and and, and all they do, all they do is appeal to what everybody knows, right? Because they, they can't dig into anything in depth. They have to keep it that shallow and they have to smear the hell out of anybody who controverts it. And so, so what they do is, what they do is Duke made some holes in it, and and then they and then they act, you know. He asks, he says, "Well, how can you say the media is controlled by Zionists when we we have you on here? Why would we?" Yeah, okay. One five-minute poison the well segment makes up for a thousand straight hours of Zionist propaganda. Yeah, there's a real equivalence there. It, it is such a joke that, to anybody who knows what's going on, and this stuff is an utter farce. But the thing is, the the problem is that ninety percent of the public doesn't care. And even if it did care, a lot of it would be too dumb to figure out that what they're repeating all the time is just a giant lie. But on the Internet, where increasing numbers of smart people and smart white males are going, it, it, all this stuff is now known. The Jew cannot survive the Internet.
3: Yeah, one thing that I, really that I, believe I got that. from this. Was, and that's uh, why I the it Jew's was...
4: so hot to shut it down.
3: Yeah, one thing I got from it was, I think it was Mark Weber's presentation. The Jews had always insisted, at least the Jews in the West, that of course survived the Holocaust, insisted that the extermination, uh, uh, whatever, camps were in the East, which happened to be behind the Iron Curtain. And who backed them up? Their commie Jew brethren. But, but they backed it, them yeah. up with falsified records, whatnot. It only yeah. a- after the fall of communism did the real records come to light, and that is is also a part of this uh, blowback point. that they're getting. Because but remember, it's a double whammy. It's not just that communism fell and it's, it's giving them trouble. It's that the Internet is also there to, to spread yeah. the information.
4: All this stuff is documented. And see, they originally, they claimed that, that, that oh, yeah, the, the death centers were all over the place. And then, like just said, they finally, there came a point where they said, oh, yeah, well, there weren't actually any gas chambers or killing centers in Germany. Yeah, they were all in uh, in Poland. Yeah, that's where they were, all in Poland. But then, as Aja says, when the wall was was uh, pulled back, then they came across the real Soviet records, and it turns out, yeah, there's a there were a few tens of thousands who died, and most of it was from typhus or starvation, uh, and it, most of it was in the last six last six months of the war when they were utterly desperate and losing, and most and so many people had been killed, and and the the really truly monstrous part of this is the same people who were putting across this. Big lie is not big enough. Gigantic lie called the Holocaust are the ones who really did carry out murders in Eastern Europe of white Christian people. Just like you and me listening to this. They they murdered us by the millions. They got 15 million Germans. They forced them to move. They killed a couple million of them moving. Of course, they lost all their property and never got remunerate re- repaid for that. They, right. they rounded of, of up the- Germans in the fields and just starved them after the war.
1: No, yeah, no, one, knows, no one knows
4: about that. You could take a thousand Americans, not one of them will know about that. The yeah, Jews are the, the perpetrators of the real Holocaust. Against yeah. us. Of the hundred
3: thousand Germans... You've got to realize German-
4: that and join us. We have to fight back against these bastards.
3: Yeah, Of the hundred thousand Germans taken captive at Stalingrad, only ten thousand survived after ten years of working uh, in concentration camps in Russia. And of course, Russia had... Had had thousands of concentration camps, which they called well, they gulags. Just, yeah, but of course, this was. This was.
4: You may have heard of Solzhenitsyn's book.
3: Yeah, but of course that was the commies. But nobody can really penetrate t- through the communists to the actual Jew perpetrators who were what running it, the what,
4: Jews. Discuss decapitation. What 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 does decapitation mean in relation to to Jews and Goyim and their interaction?
3: Yeah, well, it's uh, cutting off the head, the thinking head. Of a body,
4: so, so anybody with glasses or soft hands, that anybody who might be a potential leader of the normal whites, the Jews want to destroy, whether by murdering or simply, as in the case of of us here or David Duke, they want to smear them so badly that no one will take them seriously. So now, if if you're the kind of white who's afraid of his respectability and afraid, I, I can well, most people, everybody knows, everybody, knows. if you're that weak. Then you are what they call you—you you a cattle. You're a dumb goyim, stupid goyim cattle. We lead them. We we boss them around. What we're, we're saying to you: Hey, if you're a cattle, you're a lot bigger than the little five foot four Jew bossing you around. Realize your own weight, white people. Go stop his ass. Because they there's don't mean a, you're good. They mean to turn you into hamburger.
6: There's a famous book by written by a man named William Sargent. It's called Battle for the Mind, A Physiology of Conversion and Brainwashing. And he talks about the stressors that the brain receives in uh, in uh, religious conversions and in some cases in uh, <clears throat> essentially what's going on now with uh, Jewish mindwashing through the major international media. Although he wrote this book a long time ago, but it, c- it could easily uh, be layered and applicable to what's going on right now. And... If you examine the book, you can. Amazon has it. Uh, it's in libraries. It's called "Battle for the Mind: The Physiology of Conversion and Brainwashing." And, and this is what's happened to white people in our country, in which the the brain is an organ which can be uh, affected like any other organ by enough stressors. And
4: uh, the stressors are just funny. repetition coming exactly. from all corners and all points
6: of lies in the case of the Holocaust or in the case of what's going on in the Iraq War, and, and you know, many, many lies in rapid sequence, even visually rapid sequence, audio, visual, everything.
4: And it, it's so funny to see these, you know, these these clone blondes on TV repeating in, in lockstep and in unison. Uh, well, everybody knows the Holocaust is the best documented historical event ever. Ah, but it ain't what you know. It's what you know that just ain't so. Yeah. And everybody
6: knows you're a bleach blonde, too, honey.
4: You you yeah, you yeah, <laughs> you the Holocaust is real in the same sense that your hair is really blonde. The the bottle of peroxide is a bottle of lies. You got to keep pouring the lies on to keep it blonde cuz the minute you let it go, the truth comes out and it's it's dark brown no, These
3: these are the same girls who hated history class and were painting their nails under the desk.
4: Well, you know what you know yeah, women really are the perfect uh, new world order journalists because they don 't think and and they want they want to get along with everybody, and they know that you can 't go wrong if you do this because it 's what all the popular kids are doing and, and they're, the also sure they're and all they follow it okay, like so you want really. me to That's say
3: this, turn the camera on, okay, blah blah blah, all right, can I go now
4: they're not dumb but they're they're just conformist they don't you know how do you you know i mean they have they have such How can you speak with such confidence that, oh, you know, everybody knows, you know, these clowns don't know anything about history. They're in no way qualified to judge historical fact related. And, like, I know I'm not fully qualified. All I know is that I've read all kinds of stuff that to any comments, any person who has a mind, you can see that it's not documented at all. I thought it was until I actually looked into it. I believe the same bullshit. Oh, yeah, of course there's a Holocaust. Of course there's six million Jews. Who could doubt that? Well, look, they don't lock people up. For lying, if they were lying, they could use the truth to rebut them and say, yeah, that fucker says, says the earth's flat. Well, look at this. we got photos. We've got all kinds of proof that it's not flat. This is not the same thing at all. They've proved that, that there weren't any gas chambers there. That's why they throw Rudolph in prison. He's proved in Duke's, in Duke's He's not the first one the, either.
6: Uh, David Duke said at this Tehran Holocaust conference that the United States said it was a disgrace that the event was even being convened and Duke said that the real disgrace is they, they're putting all these erudite scholars in prison for merely uh, speech. And, and this goes yeah. back to Orwell's uh, dichotomy of uh, in 1984. And Newspeak as a language was one which he posited fictionally would year by year decrease in its vocabulary. And not only that, it would reduce everything to a simple dichotomy of uh, good and bad haters and non-haters and good people, I should say haters and good people. The third concept that we actually have now, which was in 1984 in Oceania, Oceania, was that uh, war is peace. Constant war is peace, and that's what we have with the war on terror. They've said it'll go on; it may go on for decades and decades because yeah. the war on terror. Has to maintain the peace. So we have a state of constant war, and it's constant Jewish war.
3: Yeah. and Before this war, we had the Cold War, which lasted fifty years or, or longer. And the scary part they, is they've,
4: they've dumbed down a population to the extent that it accepts hate as a, a, an explain all. Oh, all? Well, use a hater. law of course, he's a hater. I mean, that, that shouldn't satisfy a reasonably intelligent child that hate is the motive for all this stuff. But, but you know he pointed out facts and this is a point I wanted to make in relation to the, just the decline of conservatism is it's fallen to the level where what i'm about to say constitutes real criticism in their eyes you know they they will take a quote from David Duke about say how the israelis treat the palestinians they'll take a similar quote from they'll take a quote from Jimmy Carter and they'll go look they'll and from the, and from Ahmadinejad, they'll go look these three guys are saying like the same thing and then it's just taken as self-evident that they're, they're wacko. I mean, the whole world says the same thing about the Jews. Not not just today in all the countries, but, you know, not just on the surface, but penetrating, drilling down 2,000 years, everybody's saying the same thing about the Jew. And the, the clear and obvious conclusion to the Jew appeasing conservatives, everybody's wrong. Did everybody <laughs> sees something that ain't there. Now you tell me that that's not crazy, because it is crazy. And I know these people. I mean, I met uh, Tim Graham, who's one of the main uh, conservative. You know, those darn liberals. The problem with TV is a liberal bias. Well, Tim Graham is a liberal. You know, not seeing Jews for the group that they are that works to push its own interests against the American interests and against the white Aryan interests. You know, you're a liberal. He sees equality, and he's always trying to... He gets very angry when, you know, someone like Dave Duke is tied to conservatives. Conservatives aren't racist. You, you can't be a conservative without recognizing facts and reality, and, and racial differences are part of reality. If you don't recognize them, and you get angry when people who do recognize them are associated with your cause, you're not a conservative. You're a Jew-bought liberal, whether you realize it or not. So the mainstream consensus that underlies both wings of the party is is effectively liberal or utopian. You know, no races races don't exist. You know, with parenthetically except for the jew who's superior above and beyond who can build this little apartheid wall in israel but god forbid you wish to segregate your kind from the type of man monkey that cuts up babies for huh, their business aiding parts their business aiding organs and which which you know cements in walls i mean if you want to protect yourself from that kind of monkey you're evil if they do it, why, you know, come on. I mean, the Muslims want to drive the Jews into the sea. The it's, it's yeah, well, impo- double, double standard has been so internalized that these people, these yeah, stepped well, robots, I don't know how to, how to put it correctly, but, you, you, it's but the thing is, here's my point. I met this mind-wash. guy, the guy is funny and very smart, and he's, he's putting out this garbage just exactly like he'd been brainwashed. I mean, can't people see these Jews for what they are, that they're working as a group against our interest? Is that not obvious? Isn't it? I mean, the goddamn dumbest Muslim in in <laughs> wherever can see that the, the the Jews are evil. Well, from, from Duke, what they're doing, we Duke can't. We in can't a CNN talk interview
6: it. with little uh, Rabbi Wolfie, said that uh, the Washington Post recently reported that sixty percent of the funding of the Republican Party comes from Jewish sources. Now, that's what he said. The, Jew- the Washington Post said. 60%. That's up from
4: in Goldberg's book. Up I think 50, they claim twenty-five yeah. percent of the Republican. Money. That's right.
6: It was fifty before for Democrat. That's right. Yeah. That's it's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going up. Well, up. So to they. 60.
4: So the Jews are Israel's best to. friends. Yeah, <laughs> the Jews are the dominant donor in both parties. And you wonder Is why, it good why for nobody, Jews? nobody in Congress stand up for American interests against Jewish interests. Well, we put up a list on vnnforum.com of the top fifty Jew appeasers in America. I believe Rush Limbaugh headed that list. And we're going to highlight those names over the coming weeks, and we'll do about five a week, where we dig into their past just a little bit, to, to sh- yeah. and we, we show you where they have sold out their own race, races, and countries' interest to and, sucker the And if people don't believe this,
6: besides APEC, take the time to look up the uh, Federal Election Commission and mandatory filings, and, and you know, you'll, you'll see... Uh <laughs> you know, some yeah, niggers I, running down in the south, and some yeah. Jewish dentist and his wife, who's listed as professional yeah. homemaker, and she, she, you know, she puts uh, two thousand dollars into the crap shoot, and the doctor puts in two thousand. What the fuck? You know, the, yeah. in the Bronx somewhere, and in all the that's the, the Glicksteins? FEC. Yeah, it, it's all just. I, I've looked through a lot of those reports of. Uh, I remember the one guy in California, Howard uh, uh, Berman, what's his name, Howard Berman? Berman, yeah, Berman?
4: Berman. yeah. Waxman, or Henry he's, Waxman. He's,
6: yeah, they're both kikes. Uh, yeah. I, I, I looked up their reports, just alphabet letter after alphabet letter, and it is really shocking. It's shocking and humorous and grim and macabre all at once. Well, they
4: have and, the money, and they use it to buy influence and power as well as real estate. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah. that's democracy. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, but, the Jews I can understand. I can even understand these cynical... Uh, bought liberals who are just getting paid to to toe the line but what i don't understand are people who buy this bullshit and that would be joe Sixpack american or or sally soccer mom those people i don't understand at all
4: well they they're just relying on conventional wisdom and they're trusting that it's right and they they can't or don't or won't think any deeper than that And they they they, they love to moralize too. You can't underestimate that. About maybe it's the world, maybe it's whites everywhere, but particularly the American character. God damn, they love to moralize. They love to spew hatred on socially acceptable targets.
6: But you guys, I want to say to both of you and everyone listening, it's also the greatest juggernaut barrage in the all of human history, media-wise. Yeah, it is. It's frightful. It makes the Nazis look like real pikers. I mean, even if you like the Nazis, which I do, but. Uh, it's just amazing. The, uh, I just hateful, think of the amount Craig. of commercials.
4: What? I'm sorry. That was hateful. What,
6: was it hateful? <laughs> Come Craig. and arrest me. <laughs>
4: you like the Nazis? <laughs> yeah, I like no, the Nazis. no. I like, yeah, I like their.
6: You know what I like their, the most about them? Their breeding program to breed a superior human being. I think that's so cool. I think that would be so much better than having niggers around yeah. wearing big, uh, <laughs> you know, gold crosses and, and gold uh, lapels.
4: Goulignons,
6: yeah. what What they what do they call them? Yeah, they're, they're kind of. Frightening and dangerous and stinky and offensive and.
4: I mean, they're just dumb, dumb looking, just yeah. fucking dumb looking, swag ass jeans. Yeah. yeah. Really yeah. Well, we, we have beautiful uh, Light, light eyed girls. Yeah. yeah. Well,
3: well, we have a, a slew of celebrities breaking ranks. Uh, the forerunner being Kramer from Seinfeld, calling niggas a nigga. I'm not a racist.
1: I oh.
5: Nigga, uh,
4: nigga, 50 years ago, you would have had a fork <laughs> up your ass.
3: But there's, but there's been others, uh, Mel Gibson's new movies out, and also Paulie Shore gets whacked in Texas or not. There's a controversy surrounding oh, that. So. my God. Yeah, so Polly Shore, I don't know where to begin with his family history his yuckus it uh, goes back to <laughs> kingdom buckus <laughs> the yuckus <laughs> yeah, yeah. tell us about that yeah let's hear about it. Yeah, how he went to beverly hills high was it ages is that right I saw yes, him talking about that video. yes. And, and he was already dissing the iranians yeah. running the with show with an impression that sounds like a kaikish uh, to me, kind of like
6: Barat's uh, Kazakhstan accent, half the time he's talking Yiddish. Did you know that? Yeah, a
3: Yiddish <laughs> Iranian. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. He just throws a lots of <laughs> in that's there, right. and all right. of a sudden he's there. <laughs> Yeah, It's universal a diversity. Jew. It's funny. Yes. He's Chev Barak.
4: <laughs> Pauly Short's mom ran, what is it, or maybe still runs the comedy store, something like that, in LA. So he grew up on the he grew that's up the watching the movie. stage and knowing Rodney Dangerfield and all those people and naturally got into commies just an example of that's the the Jews going to these businesses that unlike say farming that whites might have a background in uh just lead naturally to uh power I mean if you're on t v you're you're gonna make money in this country that's how it is t v has a uh, exerts a powerful hold on the American people and they want to hear you speak and pay you lots of money to all good things flow from television and the control thereof in this country in this day and age. And the Jews are well positioned, extremely. I, I've been reading a book lately. Uh, I think Dr. Pierce may have referred to this time or two, maybe in one of his ADVs. I don't recall, but uh, it's called The Mailroom, and it's a kind of a. It's about more or less William Morris, the 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 agency they, that is their their agents represented Hollywood stars. And it's about all these very clever kikes and getting their start in the mail room and working their way up. There's a bunch of funny shit in it. I mean, these Jews are. Uh, it's all about inf- Barry Diller and Michael Ovitz and, and numerous others. Bernie Brillstein, and these Jews are basically they're uh, they're supposed to be passing out the mail, but they're of course reading it all and and looking in envelopes. It's just such a such a Jewy thing to do.
3: Yeah, well, read. Pauly Shore, I don't know, maybe the listeners know, but back in the 90s, all right, he was not a Jew. He was Mr. Californian uh, uh, yeah, beach come bum. Come
4: he's a little jewy looking fuck. Come oh, those guys are fucked! I mean, you, I, have you ever the seen The jew was not working. Mo- Woody Allen in his, his early movies uh, actually had a... There are some facial similarities to Paulie Shore. He's just kind of, he's a mystery meat little, little Jew-fro-having little fucker. You know, it's yeah. very easy to believe he's a Jew. If you saw him in, uh, what was the yeah. one uh, uh, where he goes out to the farm, son-in-law? Yeah, well, the there's, there's early scene in that movie is that the girl from the, from the sticks comes into the California college, and, it, and her brother and her parents come with her, and of course they're all outraged by lesbian kissing and all the usual stuff. But the kid's wearing a, a shirt. It's a very culture of critique. He's a little red-headed little fucker, and his shirt says, Seduce me, please. And that's that's like their whole attitude is Jews are providing this, this sexual sophistication, these fools from the sticks. They're just a little more, you know, they're in the world and they're more sophisticated and they know what's right and, and rural people don't know what's going on and, and they have to be upgraded by these stupid kikes. That's a the theme of so many movies, but I've ser- seldom seen it so blatantly as on that kid's T-shirt, seduce me please. I uh, saw so, well, Paulie he...
6: Shore on a YouTube or Google vid, and he insinuated to a British host where he was, who was flown in, he said for very large money, the, uh, that uh, he looked like John McEnroe. So they actually go to the extent to suggest they look like white people, because McEnroe is, of
1: course, white.
4: Yeah, he did a little, but McEnroe was, uh, McEnroe was Irish and had much lighter skin than Shore has. He's, he's more Middle Eastern looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's well he started off with tricky.
3: like dreadlocks. He was the California man. In fact that was like his movie and he had this persona ah, called Weasel where he was saying Hey dude. To,
4: and he was get uh a rag and wipe off your your uh, judar there, buddy. <laughs> all right. I mean I I'm sure others a kike man.
3: all the way in the nineties <laughs> what were you doing in nineteen ninety one? Where were you in nineteen ninety
4: one? Oh I don't even think I was alive back then. <laughs> no, wait, that would make Was me like your 90 Judar
3: functioning in 91?
4: Um, uh, I suspect... Yeah, my Judar, oh, my Judar was functioning ever since uh, at least uh, probably 6th, 7th grade. I saw little kikes, I saw how they were treated differently. I didn't have the depth of knowledge to understand the whole thing, but I knew they were not us. Almost from the, the first time I ever saw one, I knew they were not us, and I knew that they were hostile to us.
3: So when you well, saw just, Pauly Shore on, on MTV at Spring Break, you were thinking, what is that little Jew doing up there? Uh, no, I, never saw that. I, uh, I never saw MTV back then. counterculture em. American. Frankfurt School uh, drugged-out American. Uh, I, I would think immediately,
4: coast. no, I, I'm sensitive to any time. I'm sensitive to mocking of traditional values. I see immediately what they're trying to do, and it's the exact same thing in every single movie. And I guess we're a little different, because we pick up on that, but I, I guess normal people don't, they probably get it to some extent, but they think it's either funny or clever, like when they're always making those sex jokes, but they don't understand the deeper meaning of it and what they're really, truly trying to do with it. And it's they're trying to unmake you by, by unraveling you. Once, once, you're, once you're not following the morals, once you're not thinking clearly, you become open to, you could go anywhere. You could go, you know, become a drunk, you could become a, a prostitute, you could be up in lesser literal. ways, yes. And that—that's yes. what they're trying to do—is—is is get you moving because it's easier to get you off track, and pretty soon you're bouncing off walls, and you need government services, and you're buying all kinds of crap you don't need, and blowing your brains of out at age a 50. And you're white man,
6: yeah.
4: Yeah, and and they they fuck you up, and they do it through through clever amusing enticements, like silly silly movies to silly TV shows. To, to making well, to, to you know homosexuality sound fun and neat and interesting and something that people are trying, you know, like in, in, in that very movie I mentioned, Son-in-Law, they're showing a couple of hot chicks kissing, and they're and they're they're like reacting, but they're not really reacting the way they would if they were really bothered by it. So yeah, we know what you really want, you know, seduce me, please. I mean, that's pretty fucking blatant.
6: Wasn't that right, his kind we'll he... of shtick for a while, playing a homo? ages? I thought it was
3: yeah well, it was always ambiguous if his character weasel was gay or just a drug addict.
4: No that dude was uh, never fucking gay. He was never gay. I don't think he he pretended to be gay. He just pretended. was he was, to he be was of, a
3: metrosexual I think you know he was just I sort of wouldn't ambiguous. even call him
4: that because you were saying he's more of a hippie and dread like shit. that's the opposite of metrosexual mm. <laughs> those fucking dreads don't wash their hair, they're filthy okay. No, he was, right, he was right. He was. He was. I saw him as really. Ultimately, the reason that Jews are on top of us in large measure, he exemplifies because he's so flexible. He's so flexible mentally. It's a see it in, in son-in-law. He's very flexible. He's able to see people get where they are spiritually and mentally, and map onto it, wrap around it, and read them and, and understand how to oh. manipulate them. And he could do it for I good, could, or it he could, sound uh, like the they movie, flew in
6: from another planet, Alex. To in, in the movie, he cool. does it,
4: In the movie, he does it for good. But in real life, they do it for evil. They understand you. They God. understand how to manipulate you. This traces back to the Illuminati. Pick up the signs you of your character. Me. There's probably a genetic difference there. I've dealt with Jews, and I've seen. I've been. My God, that guy is. He's he's dealing with me the way I might deal with a lot of people, because I'm probably a little more like that myself in terms of being more analytical. But but these people, they really are. They've evolved as as sort of a catalyst or a, or a middleman type race. They are able to understand you and place you in context better than you are a lot of and times. Let, the, well, let's not man, forget... The white man takes things at face value, and part of the value of this show is to teach people to, to the extent that we have, we have to use our brains. That's where we have a capacity that, that is not being used but can be used to defeat the Jew. If we try to do it on genetic flexibility or, or group groupiness... We will fail because they have more of that than we do. And it's like trying to make a nigger smart by teaching it. I mean, there's a built-in limit. But there's not a limit on the upper end of our intelligence. We have enough of an intelligent minority that we can reform the Aryan head and and then headbutt the Jew with it and headbutt him into submission. And then get yeah, out of him and piss on him like a nigger would do. That's just poor, style points there, baby. <laughs> or <poor> an
3: <enough>. idea <laughs> of soldier in the Gaza Strip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, or punch him in the face like that guy from Odessa, Texas. Apparently. Now, this is controversial. Well, it, is it, it, was he hit or not? He did say white trash at the end. so And stomped off stage. Yeah.
4: Well, yeah. Throw, well, throwing the mic. Is on, yeah. This is on viannonform.com. This is Paulie Shore down, down in Texas. And, and Texans are like Americans, except even more obnoxious. Hit em. <laughs> I'll tell you some shit I've seen in Texas. Just It would take Mark Twain to do these characters <laughs> right. I'm not a big fan of the Texan myself. Texas Bush. were
3: outlaws. Yeah. They were outlaw American outlaws, even well, for American standards back in the day.
4: Back then, they, they may have been okay, but I mean, they are forty-six they, Mexican they're, they're, nowadays. Their historical, their their blowhardness and their their they're, they're like Bush. Bush is very representative of Texas and representative of a broad swath of America. Blowhard, not that smart, into money, into being popular, doesn't even understand any other value than that that's true that's that's how it is and but but anyway so paulie shore's down there doing his act and i guess he, he he probably hasn't been able to get a movie in years and 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 uh so he does his act and he i guess he does well that he came through here a couple of years ago i didn't see him but he had a very good audience from reports and i've heard people who've gone to show said it was fairly funny but uh um yeah so he does his act in texas and and Guy says something in the crowd, heckles him, and he kind of challenges the guy. And the guy comes up on stage and punches him. But then it turns out later that apparently the whole thing was a setup, somewhat in the way that comics, you know, comics often do that. They they pretend to uh, be, be yeah. they have some little bit of shtick they pre planned, and that's apparently what that was. Now,
3: my I mean. contention is it, it appears it wasn't pre planned because, you know, he throws the mic, he says, you know, fuck you white trash, which yeah, isn't funny. What he gets was booed. Planned, and his publicist it's has said planned to look up.
4: like it's planned, Aegis. Yeah. Come on, But Aegis. it's a... All
3: right, well, you're right. I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting for the disclaimer to come out to well, say it's fake.
4: The fake was faked. It was set up... No, he did say, fuck y'all, y'all, bunch of trash. Y'all, a bunch, of white, a bunch yeah. of white trash. I mean, it's not fake that he said that, but, uh, you know, of course... Probably just wanted you
6: to give you a chance to say white trash. It's the best way he could figure figured put it in his act, huh?
4: Yeah, yeah, and you see, th- this is the the culture. You say, you know, Kramer says nigger, a big fucking deal. Well, it is. It becomes a big deal. They make it a big deal. You can say white trash all day long. You know, you, even your satirist, your sat. I call them courtier satirist. You know, they they play to the. The, the biases of the people who control the country, when satirists are supposed to poke fun of what's wrong in society so that you can maybe correct it. They're supposed to take on the establishment, not be the establishment. And that's why I named Seth MacFarlane the creator of Family Guy, one of the top 50 Jew appeasers in America, because he takes shots. He will not take shots at Jews, and he takes shots at the South all the time as little you know, His family is based in the in Quahog uh, or it's, it, the family lives in Rhode Island, but they they have at least one episode that's really devoted to mocking stuff in the South, and they'll frequently make jibes against the South and rednecks and white trash. But the two or three times I've seen them mention Jews in their episodes, it's always very, oh, the Jews are wonderful people, oh, they've suffered. So the satirists follow the same line as every other politically correct bastard while affecting to be satirists. It's horrible. It's embarrassing. He, he very much deserves to be named. And, and not that he is... Humor is particularly political, it's just that where it touches on that, it's exactly the same as everything else. It, it really is, it's seamless. It's a seamless proposphere, with with no chinks in it except the internet, which the yeah, Jews well, are trying to shut down.
3: Well, what about Kramer? What was this? Now, was this a big deal? He was on Letterman, he apologized, Seinfeld yeah. was there. Seinfeld arranged the interview a day after it happened.
4: Well, they had a DVD yeah, What did he out. say, it's exactly? Seinfeld's probably getting... Yeah. What do you mean? Kramer?
3: Ah, uh, Cramer. Yeah. What? What was the big <laughs> deal? I mean, is no. Well,
4: here's the uh, f- here's the funny part. Was he thought these niggers were heckling him, but you could kind of tell from some of the write-ups that. It's not even clear that the niggers really were heckling And they might have just been being niggers And niggers, as anyone who's been around them knows They don't even recognize when they're being offensive to other people It's because <laughs> their whole race is so loud and fucking stupid that He was the talking very on his cell phone The very idea that other people would want to be quiet Or not have people interrupt their act They, they wouldn't even understand some concept like that It's way beyond them So yeah, I, yeah, I think they were know. just sitting there Kind of talking a little bit too loud And he was kind of pissed off He probably wasn't doing that well Because he's not that funny in the first place, so he thought they were heckling him and started going off at them, and they returned fire a little bit, and then he st- went into his nigger rant, which was, pff, uh, you know, whatever, you know, every every other word you can use but nigger is illegitimate.
3: Well, except when a nigger uses it. Except
4: when niggers use it.
3: And then there sec- was a, a second-class uh, citizen under the Jews. one out
4: of every two whites. words out of a nigger's <laughs> mouth or are, or are, 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 is a nigger.
3: So followed.
6: F- that was the question of whether Kramer is uh, a kike or not, and that was bandied back and forth in the <laughs> <Yeah>. national media. <laughs> and finally, he hired a Jewish publicist, I believe, named yeah. Rubenstein. And Rubenstein came out right away and told the truth. He's a Jew, and so how he could now now, wait, now that, wait?
4: It was a little you know, wait, exactly. Yeah. It's a little Go different ahead. from that it, because first of all, he didn't hire Rubenstein after this. He had, I think, hired Rubenstein. I don't know when he hired him, but Rubenstein was already in place in April when he'd made some supposedly anti Semitic comment. Now, I Kramer see. is basically descended from like an, a librarian Italian mom. Not that librarian is a genealogy, but she was like a librarian. His dad was named Richard, so I don't think he's a Jew, but he said he's, he basically, it sounded like to me he's one of these guys who kind of pretended to be Jewish to get ahead in Hollywood. He said he had a couple
6: of mentors when he was young who were
4: Jewish. Yeah, that's what that's what I was going to say. He had a couple of people who he really respected who kind of mentored him. So he kind of felt like he was a Jew. But the the great part was then the Jews are no, you you're not a Jew because you what you believe it, it. No, you're a Jew if you come out of a Jewish pussy. It's a racial thing. No, these Jews are the biggest motherfuckers. I mean, they if whatever benefits religion? them is, is what they race? are. I mean, this what little they? the Jews—they're like some fucking little hermit crab with three shells, and they just run from one to the other wherever the predators <laughs> not look, and they fucking run into the other shell. You know, so we're a race. What? Oh, what? Well, well, we're a religion. You know? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they need to be, in, they're very in the moment people.
7: <laughs>
6: I, I, I've <laughs> seen niggas do that on, on Broadway <laughs> with a, three plastic cups and a little fuzzball.
4: Yeah, where is it? Where's the ball? Pick <laughs> where it. is it bucks. <laughs> is it a religion? Is it, a religion? Is it a, I don't know. A cardboard do you boxes? Look, oh, you've yeah. got a one in two chance of being right. How can you lose? What you've got to do is watch. I mean, they, they just they pull shit out of their ass. Whatever they yeah. need to be in the moment, that's what they are, whatever gets them ahead, you know d- complete double standard, all that matters is a good for Jews, fuck everything else, and that pure aggression refusal to take the defensive has seen them through it's seen them get on top of us, and now we need to expunge them,
6: yeah, I mean and here's a direct quote from, that from and New their, York. pity passion, yeah
3: yeah no yeah. now, now Kramer. Kramer says, "I've adopted Judaism. Judaism is my religion," which makes sense. He's, uh, you know, Seinfeld's second well, But that doesn't mean
4: anything, and, though. I mean, he's a. But he, but
3: he says it. He says, "I've adopted Judaism as my religion," yeah. and then here's the quote from the rabbi, Rabbi Marvin. Here, quote higher,
4: higher. Okay, Isn't higher. It? oh either way. I'm not positive about that, but I think it's higher
3: in yiddish it's here okay but
4: he he says
3: quote you can't feel jewish it's not a matter of feeling you can't you can convert to judaism you can't not convert to judaism and then be jewish so yeah
4: uh, he's yeah they distance themselves from kramer
3: Yes, they did. So, can you can you imagine a guy saying, "I've adopted Catholicism as my religion," and then have uh, some priest come out and say, "No, sorry, son."
4: Well, you know what, Wiki? Yeah, it's it's not a
3: feeling. You can't feel Catholicism.
4: Yeah, the the only thing I can, the only sense I can make of it is is that he thought it was in his career interest to kind of kind of sort of pretend to be a Jew, and I've read that before. I think Pierce even mentioned that before that some people pretend to be fags or pretend to be uh, particularly Jews to get ahead in Hollywood who are not Jews because it's such a Jewish culture. And I can tell you, if you you read this book that the, that I'm reading, I'm almost done. David Renson, The Mailroom: Hollywood History from the Bottom Up. I believe Pierce did refer to this, and it gives you it, it's a complete Jewish networking. The William Morris Agency is like 80% Jews that get in into the mailroom, and then 20% maybe are non-Jews who come to think and act totally Jewishly. So they totally, this is how they dominate, through this ethnic depotism and networking. Oh, you, you, a book. you're Sal's son, of course you're in. You just tell me when you want to start working. You come over. This is how they do it. They fill it with their own people. And, 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 and this, this is, this is what all entertainment and media is, essentially.
6: Alex, in this book called The Dispossessed, which was written by an ex-military colonel, I believe he was, in the early 60s, early to mid-60s, and it was about, it's about the dispossession of whites, and he has a whole chapter on Jews, a very big chapter. But he said that uh, in the early 60s, uh, you know, these guys that came back from the greatest war that uh, that killed white people, uh, mm-hmm. they uh, searched their genealogies, you know, hoping against hope that there were some Jew in there. That that that's how fervent and and uh, feverish this this uh, Jewish mania was, kind of like nigger mania today.
4: Wait, who were the people who did that?
6: whites did that? He said this was very common with the intelligentsia to people, the people like uh, what's yeah. his name who who did the Vietnam War? You know the guy, uh, with the glasses. Left
4: brightest. Was, no, yeah, no, kind no. of
6: like those kind. They, 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 what was his name? Who killed all the people in the war? The you remember the first
4: uh, a soldier. A with,
6: no, no, he was the Department of. Uh,
4: oh, uh, McNamara.
6: Secretary of Defense. Yeah, McNamara. Yeah, guys yeah. like him. You know the the elite yeah, intelligentsia, well, people in the liter- literature. Writers, white writers, who are, uh, you know, beset by all these Jew yeah, writers. It's just funny how
4: just it must be just a built-in genetic difference that whites are a little more individuated and and, they, and more pattern-following. Those may seem to be different, but they, they they don't seem to have any instinctual grasp that others are working as a group to defeat them, or they don't no. have any instin- ability no. to to come together and fight these others who are doing that. It's like they admire these people who are manifestly destroying the conditions their kind needs to survive.
6: admire their unanimity. And Professor McDonald said in the Culture of Critique that uh, whites, we just don't have any idea compared to uh, uh, the racial consciousness Jews have. We don't have any idea how unanimous they are as a people. I mean, they're like an ant farm, a termite farm or something. Mm Mm-hmm. We we just cannot grok it, so to speak, to use a science fiction term. And, yeah, and I, I think you have to believe that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, well, is to, Mel yeah. is Mel beginning to grok it with this new movie, uh, Apocalypto? Ah,
6: we're off on an Apocalypto. Good. Yes, I think he is.
4: I, I don't know, but I noticed. Uh, I noticed someone on the forum. I have not seen the movie, but someone on the forum said that it starts with a scene of. And this is about the Mayans, and apparently only like the second feature-length film made about the Mayans, and they were, you know, bloodthirsty people living down in Mexico and the Yucatan. Uh, but uh, it starts off with a scene of the Mayans trapping and killing a taper and then eating one of its balls raw. I'm hmm. <laughs> a big fan of the cookball, but uh, the raw ball. Mayan that's sashimi. Just, <laughs> that's just busting through the paradigm. <laughs> And, but the and, but point, tell them what a taper is. Explain, yeah,
6: Go ahead. But the, but the
4: funny part was the guy in the forum, uh, he's like, hey, Linder's the first one to use a taper to describe Jews. And I don't know if that's true, but I used to use that more a few years ago just because it's funny to me. A taper is like this. I think it's a mammal or something, or maybe it's the biggest rodent ever, or maybe that's the nutria. The
1: <laughs>
6: biggest uh, rodent. Maybe it, may I, it does look like a rodent, yeah. It,
4: it, but it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's kind of a, it's a, a pretty Afro- big an animal, and I like think they Jew. only live in South America, and maybe in Central America, but they're and in Mexico, but um, they're a big thing, and, and uh, they got a big long nose that has a big hump in it, and they look for all the world like a goddamn Jewish animal. I mean, go to Google and type in Taper, T-A-P-I-R, Taperman. <laughs> taper and type in uh, hit Google Images, and you get all kinds of views of the sexy, sassy Taper. <laughs> hey, I just uh, uh, Alex, love I've got here. some info here. And I was Tapers. super Taper on VNNForum.com for a while, so <laughs> this guy is saying, like, well, maybe this was his subtle dig at the Jews because he's biting <laughs> the balls off the Jews because it's the Jewiest animal on Earth, and he's saying, fuck you, Jews. I took Jesus and I rocked your little media world, dude. You wouldn't be yeah, stupid. I made a billion. What can I tell you? I get all <laughs> this shit. Jews I can embrace women, not my wife. California. I can insult your cops. I will piss on your grave, or at least some of my six offspring's offspring will. you You got to love Mel. I must, love Nell. I must say. To so to me, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to think that. Maybe he read VNN yeah. for him and, and heard about the noble taperman decided yeah. to oh, yeah. put that in his apocalypto. I can't wait to see it, though. It I like that. Cool.
3: I like that solution to the...
4: The so. taperman.
3: <laughs> I must say, looking at this uh, it Brazilian... <laughs> the looking rhythm's at figured this. out. looking at this uh, brazilian taper the only thing it's missing is a beanie
4: (laughs) oh yeah yeah it's a taperman it's an animal that feels very jewish it's never formed but it feels jewish
3: (laughs) so the tapers are large browsing mammals roughly pig-like in shape with short prehensile snouts prehensile you know
4: what that means ages
3: hmm I'm going to say um, hmm, no. Why don't you tell me? Big <laughs> schnoz like. No,
4: it means it means uh, it means it, it can uh, grab stuff with their snout, prehensile grasping. Uh huh. Yeah. Grasping. They, like a Superlized. like an elephant, a pet, a pet, yeah.
3: pet, like a Jew. yeah. They're
6: kind of grasping too.
4: It really it's with like it's snout. like a sawed off trunk or something kind of. It's not like as long as an anteater, but I think an anteater's nose is not really flexible. It just has a super long tongue that comes out. The tapers have like. It, it 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 really is kind of like the barrel of a shotgun, or like a, uh, or like a pecker or something, a giant pecker. It's about four times as thick, and they're they're just a f- they're just they just look like a fucking Jew. They're they're a Jew nosed animal, basically, is what they are. That only lives in southern and, and central America. Yeah,
3: they say here their closest up here? closest relatives are the other odd toed ungulates. Horses um, and rhinoceroses.
4: You know what, ungulates? I think that means hoofed, right? toed ungulates, yeah, hoofed. There are many um, biped ungulates here in <laughs> northeastern Missouri. <laughs> yeah,
3: well, that was I our see, I, time. See them,
4: <laughs> I see them... I see them... What do I see them doing? Traipsing the path in hopes of slimming themselves down. It never really quite works, though. Not very often.
6: Uh, M- Mel's movie also dealt with... Uh, the extreme violence of uh, these Indian mestizos in the United States because the ones in California, Texas and all over the Southwest well, that's too exclusive, they're all over the country, everyone knows now well, but they're yeah. descended from these people and these are their cultural traditions and yeah. I think that uh, some of our ideas here on Goyfar is that perhaps Mel had this in mind as a teaching uh, uh, literary uh, visual teaching so that we can just see what these people's histories are. And then you, if you're down in your local bar and you see a bar and you see six uh, Spicks standing there together and you can't get through to get a drink uh, and it looks like they might knife you in the back, well, you can kind of understand their fascination with Blades and with uh, this sort of history.
4: Yeah, yeah you're right. They, they were very vicious, brown-skinned people. And I saw, uh, actually, uh, Hannity interviewed Gibbs, and I happened to see a little of that. And he said, yeah, at one point, he was just talking about the incredible number of people they killed i mean he said they had like twenty thousand going uh i don't know what it was it it couldn't have been simultaneous but it was in a very short period of time they they did like twenty thousand i mean they were fucking they, they take these people up to the top they basically slap them over that block that jesus was chained to in the passion get their all fours down and dig right in and rip their heart out while they're still alive then they go next and they throw them over the side of their fucking pyramid let me tell you, I we went down there. My family went down there when I was like in sixth grade. Those were the coolest damn things. Those Mayan pyramids. Uh, maybe as a white nationalist, I shouldn't say this, but frankly, uh, their pyramids were cooler than anything I saw in Europe, or at least most of what were I saw. They? But that's part. I like the tropical areas, but you, you just the like the big
6: sacrifice part.
4: <laughs> well, it, it's it, you gotta admit, it's kind of it's kind of hair raising, but it's kind of a uh, it's kind of freaky too. But no, they're cool. You can you you can climb up these... Well, these kind of like what's going on in the U.S. Stone pyramids in the jungle.
6: They're fratriciding each other out of existence. And, and, well, they, and yeah. I was in Chichen Itza.
4: Chichen Itza is yeah. exactly. I've seen all those. They're cool as hell. They're in the jungle. They're stone pyramids <laughs> that that were basically reclaimed by the jungle. There's probably all kinds of shit still in the jungle that has never been recovered because the Mayans died out. But the Mayans and the, and the Aztecs, uh they, they inter... Whatever we have coming into America today is descended from those people, and it has that same viciousness. That's the race. They're just small, vicious people. Vicious. (laughs) They're like. sadistic. They're They're really sadistic. Whites are like the only people who've ever kind of gotten beyond being really sadistic. And it's very debatable whether that is, in fact, an advance, because you need to have some of that.
3: Yeah, well, they do, I, I recall call there there was frescoes that they unearthed in the jungle and they showed the priests. They would actually stick some type of uh wood in their oh, dicks yeah. and, and then the blood would yeah. spurt out and that would be part of their ritual. Uh but they were big into blood and yeah, human sacrifice. They were, oh,
4: well here and here's the thing, you gotta realize you can walk up these uh these uh, stone ziggurat pyramids that they built you, and they're really steep, but you can walk up them it's super hot, and so I really recommend you go there if you ever have a chance, walk up them and yeah, that's what they would do at the top the priest would rip the heart out, cut it with like a stone knife or whatever, cut the heart out and then, you know, bah, 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 whatever and then throw the thing over the side just like a clean fish and, yeah, well, and they fucking did Mills's that movie. with they didn't do that with like one or two they did that with thousands of them so I mean, they were, they were into that shit I mean, they well, they're still in the United
6: States. That's why they're all over our prisons for rapes and murders and, and bloody, horrific uh, uh, crime scenes.
4: Yeah, I mean they it's they rendered uh, they rendered that beautiful Drew Shodine. Remember her up in yeah. South Dakota? Yeah. Well, that little, uh, that little bastard got a hard on middle-aged, middle-aged uh, I think that middle aged middle aged methie killed in, her and threw her yeah. in a gully.
6: Yeah. He did, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're in the prisons like 30 or 30 or 30 some percent, I think, now, the, the specs comprise. And, and most of those are, uh, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, are, are uh, nationals or invaders. Here's what Mel said at the opening of his movie. He said, What's human sacrifice, he asked, if not sending guys off to Iraq for no reason? And then he gets back into the yeah. racial aspect more specifically. He said that he's always felt that the seeds for different civilizations' demise always start from within, as a healthy society can repel any invader. So he's suggesting, again, a, a subliminal message or a, or a literary message visually in this is, is that we're not a healthy society because we're not successfully repelling these invaders, and the invaders being Mexicans, and before that other South Americans and Central Americans, and before that Jews, I think, from the 19th century.
4: Yeah, and he says a society destroys he, he quotes someone a society destroys itself from the inside first and that allows it to be destroyed from the outside and and whether he knows what he's saying or not what that means is that we allowed ourselves, for good or bad to be taken over by a self-conscious alien entity called the jews who took over our institutions and redefined us to ourselves which and then we said, Oh, okay, we accept that. We'll go what does that mean in prescription wise? Well you you have this foreign policy and you have this domestic policy. Domestically we this want you to let in machine. Mexico. What it is. We let you we let in the Mexicans and, and you go send the blood of your youth, the, the flower of your youth to go fight our wars for Israel over there. Okay. Oh well, that makes sense. Well you see the results around you. If I have to tell you it's bad then there's no point.
1: <laughs> Dr.
6: Man, I mean, suicide
4: machine. if you if you like what you see in america by god you got nothing here at goy because you'll get a hell of a lot more of it coming your way in years to come
3: yes yeah, i don't of think which, it's very uh, good though clinton and obama man god damn that's that's even worse than bush and uh clinton i didn't yeah, think it, it could get worse but it's going to get even worse man worse
4: well worse and yeah, worse i'm a uh, he was sucking what's his name's ass uh, today. I say I've been up all night. Now before we recorded this, I like to be up in the winter, but uh, I must come on about five in the morning. He has a pretty good show, but they show it on MSNBC. So I had that while I was adding the stuff on the to VNN today, and I put up some new spintros. But he was he was he had that fucker Ford, and wasn't that Craig? You may remember this Harold Ford Jr. from Tennessee. Isn't that guy like yep. ten ways a criminal? And, well, he's the one who he's put su- ads on TV, that suggesting motherfucking that he was a Mulatto's ass. <sighs>
6: who, who was? Who who would?
4: Don Imus ha- has. He, you know. Oh, you know, you know who it. he is, and you know how he has people call in and whatever, and he has his mimics on the he's show. He's got a mixed voice, bag to me.
6: I like some things he does. Yeah, he, I don't like that little Jew who, who works for him with the short black hair. But.
4: Uh I don't notice that guy, but he has he has some funny well, stuff. The, he's got really a guy who does it. who does Ray Nagin, uh Ray Nagin voice. That that guy's fucking funny. I don't know. I'm i I'm a, and he just he repeats him, and and no one would know Nagin, of course, save for Katrina, but, but he did. He has real politicians and real high level media personalities call him in. One of them is a, uh, is Harold Ford Jr., who's some kind of mulatto from Tennessee, who I guess just lost. He's yeah, a Democrat, he, and narrowly lost the Republican. Yeah, he,
1: he put fake Amis, head, of course is anti-rate.
4: Uh, yeah, I don't know if he is or not. But uh, yeah, Imus made the top
3: fifty, didn't he?
4: Yeah.
3: He didn't make the top. They, 50 they were talking nothing. today, so
4: so here's what they go. He had Chris Matthews on there, and they're like, "Well, 85 percent of the country says they would they would not be stopped from voting for Barack because he's black." And I and 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 I was like, "Well, I don't believe that." I you know he's the, the, of course these guys who are supposed to be conservative and again courtier satire. They're on the side. White people racist. White people are always portrayed as having some need to, to grow and advance. Yeah, yeah. We need to grow in advance so we can be more like these fuckers cutting up four-year-olds to stick their eyes on the walls of our salons to attract business. we got to get in the... <laughs> hey, hey, you know what's low about the white race is it, it pretends that blacks are its equal. It's too dumb to see that it's forced to do that by Jews We're killing its yeah. people. They're getting in yeah, and it suffers these,
3: these lecturers uh, to, to browbeat us.
4: What's, yeah. What is wrong with you white people who are not joining us? I mean, do you not see how the world is fucked up and what the cause is? We we can document it. We don't cry. We don't have to call them anything but Jews and niggers, which is what they are. We don't have to slur them every minute of the day and call them haters. And we just say, here's Jew, here's a nigger, here's what it does, here's why it does it. Here's why it's not in your interest to go along with it. All we got to do is point out the facts. My God, wasn't that obvious when Duke was on there with that Zionist bastard? I mean, he lets Duke talk. All of a sudden, you know, Duke's making a hell of a lot of sense. And they got to call him a hater and say he's evil and he used to be in the clan. they got to run poison the well garbage on, on the ticker tape below him. You know, how come they got to do all that if the guy's so bad? If the guy's that bad, you know, wouldn't it be obvious from what he's saying? It's like they don't trust him. It's like they got something to hide. It's like they throw people in jail for a reason. They're scared. Maybe they're lying to you. God, I hope the show can make people a little more sophisticated. Not take things at face value so much. If you see something on TV, it ain't true. The opposite is true. They're lying to you. They are the taper men. Yeah. We are the good guys.
3: Yeah. Well, this uh, it, i I'mus thing, uh, he did have it's a basically smile. a
4: giant schlong-nosed animal found in South America. That's what a taper is. There's no other way to put it. It has a schlong nose.
6: <laughs> We're back to the taper. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I love the taper. The t- they're, just, they're so funky looking. They got their funky schlong nose that can, like, grab stuff. It's They're a cool looking animal. But they are you know very, what? very Jewy. But the fact they look, I don't I have, hold the fact that they look like a Jew against them. Okay? But it's not yeah. their well, fault should, that their nose. We should looks incorporate very Jew-y. a branch
6: of the Jewish church and call it the, the Taper Chabad. Taper Chabad I would create
4: or a, something. If, if if I had relatives in the business, I would create a comic character named Taperman, who's a superhero who solves problems <laughs> with his his prehensile nose. <laughs> he goes around the world arresting bad guys, grabbing them with his nose. Yeah, well, Foxman's a,
3: got the body for it, you know, Dumper. He's a oh, uh, uh, Dumper
4: the girth. Foxman, yeah. To be a taper? He, he got mad at Imus because Imus said some about uh, thieving Jews on his shows and then said, oh, I apologize. Well, that's redundant. <laughs> Which is a good dig. So even though I've got Imus on our list, of I, in fact, that's such a good dig. And he didn't apparently did not re- apologize, so I may have to remove him from the list of top 50 suck poops. Top fifty jewelry. and so I'm and the, still and the
6: pondering Jews that. a works for. They were all upset because the blind. Who was it? The blind. What, what are they called? The blind. The blind
3: n- boys of Alabama.
6: The blind they boys love of the baby Jesus. Yeah. A whole lot of overweight niggers in sunglasses who can't see, and they talk about Jesus, and this apparently aff- offended uh, Iamus's Jewish producers mightily, and they had big arguments and discussions, and then Iamus gets into it air about reminiscing. Uh, and then he asked his uh, engineers and different people, yeah, remember that? Oh, yeah, it was bad. Oh, yeah, we went through it with them.
1: <laughs> so,
3: I mean, they're uh, an American treasure.
2: The Blind Boys, of Alabama, are going to sing a bunch of tunes for us. So, I mean, they, you know, they're just an American treasure. Uh, that is not an overstatement. I remember, I remember really? when I first had them on a few years ago, how the uh, Jewish management... At, um uh, mm-hmm. at, uh, whatever, whoever we work for, CBS, whoever a right. bitching at me about it, you know. Careful there, Mel. And, um, well, not Mel. Mel's always, I okay, care what I did. Well, I met uh, Mel Gibson. Oh, well, no, no, it's not that I'm, obviously. He met Mel Allen then. But, um, uh, <laughs> you know. They were dissing the uh, handicapped African-Americans. Remember that? Who yes, loved they, the baby Jesus. Yes. Remember that? Basically, Basically, we yeah. had a Absolutely. Wait, We had a meeting in my office. I recall. The blind boys, no. 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 They, were, they, they, were, they were furious. But, of course, I don't care what they say. I never have. No. How, and, how can you thank God? What, Barry? Even if you wear a beanie, how can you not love the blind boys? These guys.
7: I, well, uh, as
2: I tried to put it in terms that these money-grubbing bastards could understand. <laughs> I said, th- th- and, and they're always worried about my image and all that sort of thing, you know. And I said, th- they're handicapped, they're black, and they're blind. How do we lose here? And, uh, and, they love the uh, and then a light bulb right. went off of their, Good. over their scummy great. little heads.
1: <laughs> oh, and yeah. I said,
2: and plus they're great. Yeah, and they are Where is the downside? Well. Explain that to me. They probably uh, were trying to push uh, a more Semitic uh, group on you, like, uh, I don't know, maybe the paralyzed putzes of Poland or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Two minutes after the hour. Oh, the way they operate, you know. There's Chuck, a little <laughs> nerds, come on, yeah. I don't, Really? I don't think that's you. Can't make it up. It was a dark day. If I didn't have to kill a bunch of people, I'd, I, I would write this book. But, I mean, you can't believe what goes on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. with a, 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 at least with me, with these people. It happens all the time. And, I mean, it's just. Fortunately, I don't care, but there are a million
6: stories. You've got to bring their... and, and, <laughs> you gotta admire the comedy of it. Here the Jews objecting to some illiterate niggers worshiping a a, 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 a Jew who was supposedly God. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty funny. Uh, there's a lot of ironies in there, you know. There are a lot of
1: them. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, they, you know, they reversed on that uh, uh, in the last week, that Seattle thing where this... Typical fucking kike rabbi. It's so funny when a rabbi comes out and demands that they remove the Christmas trees, and then the people who get are so up in arms about the war against Christmas won't even call a rabbi a damn rabbi. They won't even call a rabbi a damn Jew. You know, they they're they're they just they're shit people. They're not real full humans because they're afraid to use. The, this is so common in America. And I forgot to say I was going to say that a minute ago. Luckily, I can say it now. I think that the Frenchman de Tocqueville, and boy, how I use love using French to upend the Jew, to hoist them by their petard. He said, I think he basically said that nowhere in America are people so scared to hold their own opinion. He said that in the 1800s. My God, it's like an order of magnitude worse now. They are just scared shitless because they're, yeah. they, I, I don't know what, I've tried in vain to trace it to some subset of whites or some mental problem, but people nowhere in the world are people as scared to speak their mind as America, I'm quite sure. Not well, even again, it's a lot of conditioning, bob-y.
6: and the conditioning is the the level of the conditioning is just. I mean, there should be a international convention to to consider what it is with media. But I mean, the they're just a of media, bunch of they're just a bunch of pussies. All they TV. can do
4: is that they can all they can do is gang up on people. I cannot tell you. Read Mark Twain's The Mysterious Stranger. I mean, that guy was.
6: Yeah, but you've said that before, and we all know if white nationalists controlled media, we'd do the same thing. We could have people, uh, you know. Uh, $300 bounty I know That within, just shows uh,
4: you the, It shows you The low quality say, Yeah I got of
6: three of them today
4: The low yeah. quality Of people that we're Dealing with And the, you know what If, if we had control I, I guarantee you That 90 out of 100 Of these fucknuts nuts You see on Fox News Would be singing The exact same tune That we are Because that's the kind of Human detritus <laughs> That they are They may be pretty They may have good What is it A good appearance a phenome But They're just cunts Male or female are just a bunch of cunts. They're peroxided cunts who all grin and say exactly the same thing and reinforce every each one of their prejudices. And all of them are afraid to stand against anything and say anything slightly different. I mean, what a world of cunts. I mean, no, it's like the only no, white people left in the world this. are going to be faggot weathermen on TV, is what it seems to me. It's like they've accepted this niche. Okay, I'll be a real Dave homo. Le- Dave
3: Letterman, Yeah. <laughs>
4: I'll be Dave Fruit Boy, you know, the the weather fag on. Somebody called Dave
3: Letterman's a gap toothed a gap tooth uh He's married to a tooth. Jew, by the way.
4: Yeah. Oh oh, I guarantee you right? if you got him I guarantee if you got him behind doors. He is not a Jew. If you got him behind doors, he would tell you some shit about Jews. But my thing is he's married why to that a on Jew, your yeah. show, man doing your i know i'm not obviously he's he's down with the He's he has no problem with the jewish ideology but i'm saying he would give you he'd give you some shit about jews i have no doubt if you're in private he'd be making fun of them but you know where's that yeah. in public well you can't do that that's what you got some people just have that mentality how's well, that's he going to do that he got to go and along else. to get along man
6: with his wife what's that yeah i said he, produced I don't say well, he though, i'm saying he doesn't disagrees
4: industry. with them but i I guarantee you that guy's smart enough to see how they manipulate stuff and, and why they do it because you catch in the uh, Tom I, I don't watch. And that's probably that part show of the reason at, he produced one too. I hate to be it. in the truck. I hate it. i I always hated DNA with me. I always hated I saw what he was doing. He's he's like a self he's like a self mutilated. The guy cuts his own balls off. He's got the talent to be much funnier, but he chooses to purvey kid shit for middle class morons. <laughs> so fuck him. He, he had talent and didn't use it. At the end of the day, do you want to be known for stupid Petricks? I wouldn't.
3: Yeah, but well, look at the be difference between Carson more. and Letterman. You know, Carson actually had something going, and Letterman was his, you know, the CBS boy.
4: Carson, was Carson. I don't have the same feeling, about. I think he was both differently talented, and I think he was also more dignified. He dealt with it. he he did adult you know it could be a little racy but it didn't go farther and then it just by I swear to God the Jews have perfected degree by degree by degree year by year by year you can see it you can watch films and see just degree by degree by degree by degree they push 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 I don't know where the natural end point is I really don't fucking animals snuff films hum- I don't humorous know.
6: snuff films yeah comedy snuff films that's probably the Jews' goal
4: yeah. Torturing yeah, shit uh, live on pay per view or live on, on public TV, with Budweiser sponsoring it. Um, um,
6: give you traffic, live gang rapes. I don't. I don't know.
4: I don't. I don't see. There people become used to things by degrees, and and there doesn't seem to be any natural stopping point. Morals are like driving a stake in the sand. I mean, it'll just get washed away because it's not founded on something real. It's a desperate attempt to maintain a standard against nature, and nature just says whatever works works. Well, this yeah, is something that white it.
6: people ought to uh, aim for, is to, to grasp these uh, ineffable, noble truths which are part and parcel of our histories and the evolution of our peoples and chuck all the materialism. And even if you can do it in some small measure by beginning to understand what's well, assaulting us, that's a start.
4: Uh, understanding what's assaulting us. And we know, we tell you straight out, we cut to the, cut to the bottom line, yeah. it's the Jew. The Jew is an First organized, understanding- hostile minority has created the system we all live under. Whether you can see that system, or not, that's our goal here. That, that's the whole point of the show, is to awaken you to, to, to quit being a goldfish and see the water, feel the water, understand the element that you're in, right? And, and see how it could be different. We show you the system and, and what it aims to produce and how it is effectively producing its own type. The schools are fit. Fa- no, the schools are succeeding. Our immigration policy is broken. No, it's not broken. It's working, pr- working perfectly. Okay. You have to invasion. understand how you're being manipulated and what you can do about it. There's a lot more of them, us, than there are of them. And there are not that many Jews. There's a lot of us. And the thing we need yeah, to do well. is get on top of them and, and vertically expel them. And that means end them as a problem for all time. I mean, and I not think it's in simply Buddhism, man. They've, they've,
6: they've gone to heaven through the top of the head. Is that in Hinduism, I think? When the souls release. Is that what vertical is, Alex?
4: I was thinking rather the other direction, actually.
6: No. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> Think about whole, it, <laughs> uh, <sublimates into laughs> I, I wasn't into thinking up into
4: the sky to heaven. I was thinking down into the earth to commune well, with the and on. inspire the, the cabbages. Is,
1: out, of the, out of
6: the cranium down to dirt, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. More Jew fairy tales, but
4: I, I'm saying, why you know? If you want to blame Everything, Hitler, a season.
6: Eight,
4: why, why didn't you pick up Mr. Wolf Blitzer Senior. and 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 shoot him in the back of the head and, and bury him? And then we don't have to deal with this shithead kid here in America. And why push these fuckers out and make them a problem for someone else in another time and play? Let's end the people. We've had 5,000 years of their bullshit. It's time for us to put a stop to it. And we in the internet can locate ourselves and say, look, we are the people who understand what the Jews are doing to us. Let's solve the goddamn problem for once and all time. End losing. You know, in German, that just meant a final plan for, dis, dis, for, for dealing with the Jews. All it meant was getting rid of them or containing them in special areas or sending them to Palestine or whatever. No, no, no. Get rid of the fuckers. Physically exterminate Instead them. Send them Madagascar. How about who? Yeah, how about just yeah. kill them all? That's the solution to the Jewish problem. Kill them all. They're not going to reform. They made themselves the into what they are, and, and we, we honor them by killing them. Say, yes, you've made yourself into a successful human parasite. Congratulations, golf clap. Now die. And since you all claim that we killed 6 million, and we really didn't, well, okay. Now we are going to do it for real. We already paid. It's like Ponderosa. You show up, you pay, and then you eat. We paid, but we haven't eaten yet. We want to eat. These Aryan boys well, be some hungry. Say, and well, only Jews will save our appetite.
3: Well, some say uh, Putin is taking this. Some say uh, Putin, route. but I'm
4: saying I've got to take a piss. I'll be right back. Talk amongst yourselves, subject tapers.
3: I've actually visited tapers, seen them live and up close. They are uh, ordinary mammals, to say the least. Yeah. Are they? I wonder they, they? They have mean. sort of a nasty, nasty way about them. They're very territorial. And uh, if one of them comes in, uh, into their vicinity, they start making uh, maniacal noises, uh, like a hyena, uh, like a high-pitched squeal, and, and they start baring their teeth. And their teeth, their faces sort of look like canine. They have canine teeth. So they start growling and actually lifting their, their upper lip. And and in their teeth like, like a hyena. Yeah.
0: www.goVNN.com. Go there if you seriously dislike or somehow have some kind of crazy problem with Jews, hook nose kikes, and or yids. We killed the son of God. Thank you.
4: They just make the noise of the tape. What's the next one? What are we moving into? Hey, we want to hear the noise of the taper. Aegis, make the noise. He's he's been up close and personal with tapers. He informs
3: me. Yes, I've (laughs) studied them. Okay. Did you go
4: to school with him? Uh,
3: (laughs) I'm. I'm. Well, if we're in a metaphorical sense,
4: you could say yes. (laughs) Uh, But what were you doing that led you into the world of the taper? Crikey, Aegis! You tell more.
3: Well, it was, um, a trip to the zoo, to be precise. Um, something, uh, stole Didn't my peanuts. Did the wall? Did yeah, you well, the
4: wall? Were you illegally feeding it peanuts?
3: I must admit, it looked at me with a longing glance, and to, uh...
4: <laughs> Did it satisfy to its, its giant pink tongue?
3: To satisfy its carnal desires, I tossed the peanut into its pen... Hmm. Which, of course, set off a territorial dispute with its. <laughs> r- no shit. Yeah, fun. All right. Uh, getting back on. T- yeah. yeah. Excellent. And that's when I noted the character of the top pair.
4: It's a schlong nosed mammal found in South America and increasingly infrequently. <laughs> because the less attractive biped ungulates are after its ass. Yeah. <laughs> Google is fairly loaded with beautiful images of the Listen,
6: Alex, I think you should take this woodpecker off the front page of Being Forum and put a
1: taper up there. (laughs) I second the most.
4: (laughs) Stylized taper, baby. The taper hunters. (laughs) Oh, you know what? If there was a taper that had some red in him, I would be sorely tempted.
3: You need to yeah, let its uh, nose move with JavaScript, so it would come. Their
4: up. nose is like red. But they they What's do really it? come in a lot of flavors. Some of them are like uh, like antelopes on them. They're striped. They're mottled. Yahweh was grindled. Yawa
6: was sending a message when he put the taper on board with Noah. There.
4: Some, are, some of them are like it. pandas. They're like black and white. It's just kind of funky.
6: Maybe we could maybe we could train tapers, herds of tapers, to dig holes in the ground for niggers to fuck. <laughs> or we could get female for, tapers for 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 congoloidals to fuck.
4: That might be lucrative. that might ele- alleviate s- a certain percentage of the AIDS problem. Now we <laughs> yeah. hey, Did you and see that? Someone posted change. on the on the forum, and I re-put this on other today. There's like some new strain of AIDS supposedly. Although I'm not convinced that uh, the, uh, the HIV virus causes AIDS. I think it doesn't. Although it may you know help a little bit depress the immune system. But there's some new strain that one guy at least New York has got where it advances to full-blown AIDS in months, I guess, as opposed to 20 years, whatever. That's anyway, good just throwing that in I'm there.
6: glad to hear that.
4: Uh, It'll be interesting if it spreads, but I said, yeah, you another good reason to shut down the, the faggot bars, like yeah. we succeeded with Kirksville today. I'm afraid someone's going to get hurt after I saw the post in Kirksville today. Well, course, the, the, the jungle yeah, buddies. someone's going to get yeah, hurt you I you that people
6: have the highest rate of AIDS.
4: Yeah, who hurts fags more than other fags in fag bars, you know? For for every fag that gets beat up by someone for what they claim is political reason, for every fag that gets bashed, I mean, the bash is their lover slamming their butthole with his infected dick. That's homosexuality. Okay, the, the love is the hate crime when it comes to faggots. I'm Those sick of faggots. Chases. I've good, been good. writing about that too much That's lately. The thing that I don't like about faggots, so they won't sit there and admit, it's the what we do that causes all of our problems. They are responsible for their fucking problems, and I'm sick of hearing about it. Anyway, let's move on. Where okay, are we?
3: well, uh, we're at... Putin. Back to tapers! Yes. No.
4: no we've, de- we've dealt with the tapers today. <laughs> tapers. <laughs> yeah. Although I am all an right. eminent amateur taperologist, and we'll deal more with tapers next time. I think it's important that we do <laughs> move on. There is other news <laughs> in the world. Aegis, what are we up to now? We are
3: taking the trip to Russia here. Putin uh, has been in the news, and uh, Russia to be exact. Uh, people are are dying. They're getting poisoned. They're, they're all of a sudden being disappeared, uh, especially once their connections to Israeli uh, agencies have been exposed or a double agent status uh, is uh,
4: Bottom suspected. line in here, Aegis. Come on, buddy.
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah.
4: you you know what I'm talking about.
3: Yeah, well we have a dead guy. Uh by the yeah, name it's not of
4: about him, nine. People die every day. Yeah. yeah they do. Well, what's he, he special d- here? What's
3: yeah, this special is about this. This is a special poison that uh is uh uses radiation and um it's polonium, polonium
6: 210. Two. Polonium. Polonium?
3: Ten. Yeah. isotope. It's not something you buy at 7-Eleven. So, uh, yeah, I read there are 5,000
4: 5, Polish babies born in London last year. That's like they said that's as many as would be born in Gdansk or Danzig. Not to offend our Polish brothers out there. We love you. You guys are important. You're with us. We know you
6: are. 23% of the new births in uh, Amsterdam are named Mohammed, they say, of the
4: males. But you know what the funny thing? Yeah, you, yeah, I know that. But the funny thing about the Poles, they're, they're all acting like, oh, my God, the Poles are taking over England. You know, in a, in a tone, in a way that they would never write about all the, uh, the fucking yardbirds and the, the Jamaicans and the, the Packies that are born over there. They're, they're heroic. You know, they've
6: been the trained for white, white. I don't know
4: if these Poles are going to go back, Craig. This could be a big problem.
1: <laughs>
6: that's,
4: that's anyway, the point about so the fucking putin thing that we're trying to drag out is over here in the west you know they're trying to obviously set this up to demonize putin and make russia look like the bad guys again now that putin has put some clamps on the billionaires who stole russia drank russia By dry, the way, and, and stole it stripped it clean you know this
6: guy uh, who was killed uh, litvinenko Actually, has ties to one of these uh, Israeli-Russians we mentioned in one of the very first Koyfars. Uh, Nef- well, you don't seem to have emphasized Nef-Slin. that. Where did you yeah, hear I mean, about in, in that? Well, Where did you uh, read
4: that?
6: I, you just have to read and read and read. Apparently. It wasn't on the front uh,
4: page you, of the New York Times or anything, was it?
6: No, Well, you can't read the AP copy and then the 347 uh, reprints of it on Google. You do have to look around. I'm
4: but, glad uh, it's reprinted. I, the... the uh, the, the thing here, though, they do seem to be setting Putin up, because there's increasing number of stories about, oh, Russia's going bad. It's not democratic, and democratic being a code word for having Jew, Jews as leaders or having people Jews approve as leaders. And, and they're such an arrogant people that even when people vote in an, a more honest than American democratic election where the votes are actually counted, if people Jews don't like win, well, then, well, that's not what we meant by democracy. And so they don't like Putin asserting a little bit of nationalist control. Now, I just loaded something on the main page of VNN. What is it, you might ask? Too retrospective on the notebook Taper. No, it's a story about Russia reclaiming. Do you guys know about this? Uh, uh, reclaiming, reclaiming
3: gas. gas yeah, uh, this is facility. kind of,
4: uh, I'm not sure it's a great, totally great thing or totally honest, but basically uh, American shell oil and Japanese oil companies have, invested about 20 billion in building up this natural gas operation in the Sakhalin Islands these giant islands uh off Russia and Russia's basically putting the screws to them and more or less nationalizing it by other means than military through uh you, know, you got to get a couple of your certificate of uh co- of uh you know we got to they grabbed a couple of water certificates or something from there so they're pushing their way in to kind of nationalize the resources so Putin seems to want to create an autarky, and that is a fancy word for a uh, (coughs) a government that can survive on its own. It can produce all the stuff that it needs. Like when South Africa was run by whites and was under international sanctions and media pressure, it developed the ability to be self Sustaining and self-supporting in in every single thing there was because it it has basically all the minerals and everything. South Africa has every natural resource you need except oil, and it had huge stockpiles of oil. Well, Russia is kind of doing the same thing. It's it's regaining control of its natural resources that were stolen by these Jewish oligarchs, and it's reasserting national control over all these industries so it can be self-sufficient and not depend on the the Jew criminal run West. And that is my friends is a good thing. Don't believe the Jewish media hype. You know, they try to make the average idiot. think, oh, Putin killed him. Putin's not a Democrat. He's the bad guy. Russia's bad guys. They have nukes. We need to surround them. War on terror, you know, the rest of the adult motivators. The, the point that. is that the guy that was killed may, or was, connected to the Mossad, Litvinenko.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's, all, there's been a saying, death to spies. I mean, spies are usually killed... If they're found, at least that was the old way of doing things. Benedict Ar- ben- Benedict Arnold, uh, yes, was put to uh, put to death, and that's that's the way spies are are dealt with, have always been dealt with, and always will be dealt with, except maybe for Pollard, who's uh, put up in a posh prison somewhere. Yeah.
4: And they're still trying to get him released.
3: Yeah, think about it. If you're a spy, you're stealing secrets to the detriment of the country that you're operating in. So what do you expect? Well, if you're in that business and you get caught, you're dead. That's about no, it. No, no,
4: no. What they usually do is just trade him if you're a spy. It's if you're a traitor that you're, you sh- you should be killed. If you're a traitor to your own country and selling it out, then yeah, you can expect the death penalty. The spies the, they're usually going to use as a to swap to get their own back.
3: Okay, what was or this guy? <laughs> a spy or a traitor? I would say, I mean, he's a Russian, isn't he? I don't know. I really
4: haven't followed it up that closely. To me, I just pegged it immediately as, look, they're trying to, it's part of their ongoing campaign to make Putin the bad guy, because he's operating, at least to some degree, to some extent, against the interests of the Jews, which is a damn good sign, because they're one of the few countries in the world that's got enough power to oppose the U.S., which is seems to be becoming an increasingly desperate uh, and, and overextended empire yet still has all kinds of nuclear weapons and money and power.
6: A few things, please, I'd like to mention about this case also is that this this guy, uh, uh, Litvinenko, was associated, according to some sources, with uh, the yellow cake radiation, the documents and all of that that actually got the United States into the war. And those have been said, uh, it's printed many places on the Internet, that supposedly those were Mossad uh, documents in the first place. And yeah. to see, there were CIA's involvements in that. I mean, it was a whole mess to get the United States involved. And Bush spent 220 million dollars just in a PR campaign, which is a massive sum of money the U.S. government did to get the United States people on board. And uh, so, this, this the Mossad came up an with an these
4: made bogus papers and 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 laundered them through a couple other intelligence agencies to make it look like. Yeah. Saddam was and getting, made him
6: surface in, in Africa.
4: Yeah. Ma- yeah. Places. To make it look like Saddam was going to where was it, Nigeria to get an ingredient to make nuclear weapon. So used as a pretext mm-hmm. to get us into war, and get your kid killed. See that's that's it, the yellow cake. Get your kid yeah. killed. Yeah. Always if you guys Supporting are out there making, case, we're making connected to people's family, their their daughter. They're trying to get your daughter to get fucked up by a nigger you are trying to get your son killed to die for Israel, not to defend America. Make the correction direct and personal, and you can't lose. And, but, and how early
6: did white nationalists know this, uh, that the war, this is what it was about? You can remember probably the exact year. Of oh, we were
4: the only story. ones who were right. I mean, speaking generally, yeah. we said this war is for Israel. This is why they're doing it. This is who is doing it. This is what their agenda is. This is how it operates against your own interests. So we have... We have been completely right. Every other party has something to apologize for because it either knew the whole truth and didn't tell you or it was just so fucking dumb it followed the Emperor with no clothes to its own own death. But, you know, these people are shameless. Their character is not developed enough to the point where they can stand on their own and take responsibility. They have to be part of a team. And when the team's right, everything is groovy. And, ooh, look at the green missiles. Shoot the evil terrorists. Isn't that wonderful? Like a video game like Shirley Keel Liquor and that one thing. And when it goes bad, why they ain't none of them to be found. You know, success as many fathers, failure is an orphan. These people cannot accept any kind of responsibility. They're just te- they're team players. They're, they're fuck nuts. They go with the winning team. They go with a good crowd. But to
6: and, most Americans nowadays, success means killing more people more massively and more successfully and congratulating yourselves on the deed, essentially, because you're bringing... Okay,
4: I, I think... That, you know what? I think people have even pretty much quit paying attention. They, they've now finally caught on that, look, it's not going that good there. All they care about is themselves. They don't give a shit about how many... Well, Americans yeah, the euphoria is killed. over... You know. Well, Lancet says no, we no, that care. there's been six hundred thousand Israelis 000 they'd killed. They'd care.
6: Yeah, if there were Israelis, you'd, you'd bet. Oh my God, it would be the the, the top story for the next fifty, sixty years, two thousand well, years maybe.
4: Th- this is this is a point that I you know I kind of wish Duke had made that. Look, there's been there's been a multiple more. You know, there, there's been a few thousand maybe killed in the so-called A few thousand Jews killed during World War II. There's been you know. 10 times, there's been 10 times that killed by us in Iran in the last five years, not even counting the, the almost double that that were killed or the, the additional half million that were killed by sanctions in the period leading into the war. So, check this out. Yeah. We are the bad guys who don't want to take any responsibility for what we do and don't want to even hear about it.
6: But, uh, Goyfire, we're the good guys and we're talking about it.
4: Well, I'm check saying we as a, a leg- U.S. No, I don't. No, I'm just. We told you, we, no, we, there would be no American dead if you listen to us, because we said that 911 is obviously a false flag operation. I believe the Mossad did it, and elements of the U.S. Uh, stood down in the planes and knew about it. Bush, I don't know that he was involved. He's pretty fucking dumb, you know. Yeah. For a guy Some who flips over as, long, as much diminished. as he did after. You know, the thing I was thinking about yeah. Bush. He's so dumb. He's so dumb. He may not be that dumb, but you know what? Even if you were only. Average articulate. After six years of basically doing nothing but speaking to people and before people every day of the goddamn year, you wouldn't trip over your tongue as much as he does. And he, he's just fucking embarrassing to listen to the guy and think that this guy represents us. He's a fucking idiot. He is a representative. But I don't think we really want someone representative of us representing us in the state we're now in. We'd rather have someone from our glory days when we were sentient and, and reasonably well-read and thoughtful. Could write our own speeches like, like, like who Craig Who can write his own speeches in today's world And write his own letters to the American people Who can uh, not who, the, A who lot of people I thinking aren't even of? writing
6: their own books they're, they're Who am I who thinking can? of well, you can. Uh, a, little, a little
4: dude over in Iran who, A little dude over in Iran yeah, he that's, didn't Does he write his
6: own That's quite something
4: Remember that he, a he, letter he to the American Iran, he's people He's written two separate yeah, wrote Very wrote intelligent one. letters to the American people He wrote I don't them. think
6: Bush released the one he wrote to him did he Yes. Yeah, sp- what, what Speechwriters. That, that it'd has to be in a be. sixth
4: grade level. I make you good Democrats. You know, it's just yeah. dumb.
3: But using speech writers has to be one of the most embarrassing political facts ever. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's absurd.
4: Well, I could see him using. And it's them a standard once in a while. practice. Hoo hoo. <laughs> they could, well, they could use them, but I mean, couldn't they just once in a while write some of their own garbage? Just once in a while to show they can do it.
6: And I mean, maybe they actually have something some to say
4: to the damn people.
6: A lot of them, actually.
4: Yeah. Don't they have something to say to the people? No, it's just and a bunch of... And wouldn't it be nice of, if it wasn't, it wasn't garbage? It's a bunch speech of... speechwriters. in many cases. It really it's is. is. It's a bunch it's of, 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 of shifty-eyed, lying Jews who write all these speeches and stick them in the president's mouth, and he's too dumb to know any better. That's right.
6: That's right, it really is, in many, many cases. We can look them up. In fact, that would be a good being informed research subject, the Jewish speechwriters. I think we did it for George W. Bush and Stormfront a long time ago. You know, I don't even uh, know who's,
4: uh, who, who's writing his speeches today. William Crystal. He doesn't even, I don't think he really even, you'd have to look at the, well, David Frum, major address, Axis of Evil, David Frum, Jew from Canada. Why do we have Canadian Jews writing garbage like Axis of Evil, because that's the only language these stupid kindergartners Sunday school students called the American people understand is simple moralistic crusades. We are good. They are bad. They bomb us. We must put our boot up their ass like Kobe Keith says.
6: Well, here's a simple moralistic well, crusade for you. The FBI, sent, the FBI sent agents to London to investigate uh, Linton Venenko, the same FBI who released all the art students and the... Uh, the the movers and uh, the guys after nine one one who hustled them out of the country within about uh, what was it seven days?
4: Yeah. And and, and so Craig, if you asked a thousand Americans about that, how many would be aware of that?
6: I don't know these <laughs> days with the internet, Maybe maybe twenty five, fifty five.
4: I I bet you any, you any kind so of money you less than that. I guess that
6: would be too high. You're I'd right. I'd say about
4: it's two. And yeah, that's probably. <laughs> Well, now, that's a downer. We are. There is progress out. There. I think there is a little bit of fear in these guys because they know that people. I mean, anybody you can put two and two together can see that these guys are just lying out their ass about everything, covering everything up, and you can't make everything go away with a smear. It's not good enough on the internet. On the internet, you actually have to make your case. It's like it's kind of like that Dennis the Faggot over at Anti War says. You know, the hyperlink. And the and the the failure to use the hyperlink kind of shows that you're full of shit, because the hyperlink allows you to study your text with proof of what you're saying, in someone else's words. So you don't just have me. Hey, if you want more, just press on my words and see how hard they are. They trace back to well, something that gives you full documentation.
6: People like us and and uh, Chris Boylan at when uh, American Free Press
4: not anymore was attacked
6: by Homeland Security. Well, I know. I guess he was he was fired, wasn't he?
4: yeah he but, was uh,
6: but what i mean is we're, we're now under the the new there are now 101 joint terrorism task Force up, forces up from 66 in the country and all they have to do is call us white gang members of course la raza is not a gang member but that's the new uh the the new uh Oh, force. you know
4: yeah and, and it's, it's it's such bullshit and, and because the population is so ignorant and passive they get away with it like they just, the feds here, and I think it was the same district attorney who talked to the FBI, who talked to the local cops, who talked to the Canadians when they were thinking about shutting down BNN, and in fact did for one day. Well, they seized like a thousand guns at some gun show a couple of counties yeah. north of here, up in Rutledge. Where, and, you know. On what oh, <coughs> uh, oh, well. ATF, they, they didn't have the proper licenses or whatever. And like someone there said, look, this is a bunch of old guys. And, you know, Catherine Hanaway, the district, oh, we got all these guns about off the street. We feel good about that. They basically busted a bunch of old farmers selling guns and shotguns and stuff up from southern Iowa and northern Missouri. And, yeah. and this is their fucking thing. They never go after gang members and such. They, want, they don't want any whites owning any guns. And they don't want whites to have any right to defend themselves there, the there's way a lot of people we are like with that. words on going fire. Well, well, my, this is a, my dad a had a Pony Express commemorative
6: rifle. And I asked him where he got that. And he said somebody gave it to him. It was like 3400 bucks it was worth. I said, you better register that thing, Dad. They'll come and ATF arrest you.
4: Well, they, they, yeah, they claim they're selling guns without a license, and they seized 1,000 guns. And, and yeah. what I wrote on, and I wrote this up on Kirksville <coughs> today, and I just made the comment, you know, you know, a lot of you people may not realize that a lot of what they do is just seizing personal property. They never charge people with crimes. And the people may or may not get their Select goods it, back. And, and even if they push. do get their goods back, they don't get their property back until years after the fact. And do you think the little faggot or girl writing the paper is going to even mention that part? No. They're they're just fucking government cheerleaders. They're dumb. They're government. they're essentially bureaucrats.
3: Okay, Tom Tan Credo. Is against the uh, tan people coming up uh, through the border, uh, the poorest border, has uh, recently been in the news as uh, uh, for referring to Miami of all places as quote a third world country. This has of course caused outrage and uh, uh, shock throughout the media bureaucrat community it's
4: funny i remember t- I, I took spanish for seven years in school and i remember mr uh, cordero quarter quarter or cordero was my spanish teacher and i remember him talking about miami and saying how the, the cubans really moved in there and remade it and i remember this girl distinctly in glen ellen hadley high school oh that's so great and she was just so excited about it. this is a totally white girl you know uh Upper middle class liberal type thinking it was so tremendous that these colors are coming in and taking over. And then I remember when I was down there, I had a speaking engagement. Actually, when I was before I get into back into politics and was in uh, uh, medical stuff. and I drove around down there, man, there's some dirt poor nigger scum like you wouldn't even believe. I mean, Haitians uh, down there in Miami, there's a lot of nasty, nasty stuff down there. Thank you. Yeah,
6: Tancredo t- t- yeah. t- 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 was uh, lambasted by a member of Congress down there, who is uh, named Eliana Ross Littonen, and t- I looked yeah. her up. Yeah, I looked her up on Wikipedia, and uh, her mother is a uh, biological Jewess who converted to Catholicism. And uh, so this woman, who's a United States representative, is fully against Tancredo. She's saying how wonderful it is and the usual lines about enjoying diversity. Uh, she didn't say that per se, but that's really what the the message is, how all this mayhem and chaos and crime and uh, dangerous is is uh, the most wonderful thing we could possibly reap. And uh, Tancredo said that his comments uh, were based, or one of his spokesmen did, they're based on crime statistics. And, again, the FBI is pretty cagey about Hispanics and, and white, or, and crime statistics. They uh, ascribe those crimes as having been committed by whites. But Tancredo knows. And, uh, you know, there's, I guess I've been told, I've heard the liquor stores. I've never been to Miami. I've been to Florida. But I've heard that there are liquor stores and, and places where, essentially, it's just like uh, you would see in India or something, just huge, like a jail, essentially, more high tech, and that you know things are passed through these cage windows, and these are common in many places in Central and South America. I remember reading a story about Jack Nicholson when he left New York City, and he had a drink in one of these, and he got up in the cage with, with, with the with the uh, coon running the thing, I guess, and he swigged a bottle of gin or vodka or something, you know, whiskey. Uh, so this is the life of in, in the United States as it uh, falls apart. Well, this you know,
4: yeah, you got to have. It's just when I went to school in Southern California, you know, you go under the ten freeway from Claremont there, so a little rich little suburb into into a you know a poor area, and all of a sudden there's bars over all the windows, nigger area, Mexican area, and then and, and then Southern Cali- Southern Florida is just like that in the scummier parts of Miami. It's the same fucking thing, you know, bars over the windows, carcasses of cars out in the yard, and these stupid looking <laughs> Haitians. Uh, and they, they are not even near, nearly to human level. They're not yeah, and, even the average nigger level. They're and whites cannot animals. miss these.
6: Well, one of the guys on the forum, Alex, he published a couple of weeks ago, he said he remembered seeing in California at train stops in northern and southern California, uh, Mexicans just hanging onto train cars, crossing yeah. all the way up into California during the Reagan presidency. And I thought, my That'll, God, this is... That's th- fucking it's 30 just, years ago now. Yeah, 30 years ago. And so the signs 30. are all around every day, everywhere. When are all you white people going to wake up and at least uh, cop to reality and then start to very timidly react, you know, like maybe by registering on our forum or doing something somewhere.
4: And we are getting a real good increase in people on the forum, which is yes. a good sign. So I think oh, that people are responding to our message. and I, I, I believe that these mainstream... So I hate to use the word mainstream. Let's say captive media sources that that most people see. They are aware that we are percolating and bubbling up underneath them. We're going to boil them to death. Mm-hmm. Boil them, boil them, boil them, because they ain't got nothing, man. I mean, one hour of Goyfire is worth multiple weeks of Fox where they titter of this stupid ass and in these like Dave Gregg and David Gregory and Tony Snow having a little pissy little girl type fight. I mean, give me a break. They don't talk about anything substantial at all. And they run it over and over and over and over.
3: Yeah, well, here's but, a quote uh, from uh, Tancredo. He says, uh, uh, "While a recent oh wait wait while a recent documentary comparison of Miami-Dade County to Baghdad was a bit of an overstatement," uh, he wrote, referring to an Australian documentary that compares Miami to Baghdad. Quote, no one can argue that it is one of America's most dangerous areas. <laughs> and then uh, he goes on. Moreover, the sheer size and number of ethnic enclaves, devoid of any English, and dominated by foreign cultures, is widespread. And now here's here's the liberal, liberal and the conservative. On white? Let's get some truth in there. Yeah, here's here's the liberal. In the conservative, quote, quote, frankly, many of these areas could have been located in another country. And until America gets serious about demanding assimilation, this problem will continue to spread.
4: Yeah, this is dumb. At this point.
3: <laughs> is that insane?
4: That's fucking dumb. Yeah, they're going to assimilate. What political power is going to make them assimilate? I think, its, I think we, they should assimilate.
6: Feet? Shazam! Cut, cut, cut the eyes and genitalia out of the four-year-old negresses and plant them in the in the spick beauty shop. There's some assimilization civilization. Pardon me, pardon me, <laughs> yeah. ages
4: Assimil- Assimil- <laughs> assimilation,
3: symbol <laughs> yeah, babalization and shit. There's some assimilation, similar what other, A assimilation.
6: I apologize. Yeah. It's the vodka at this point. Uh, well, okay. At least you have an excuse,
3: Jay. <laughs> if,
4: if you got the numbers, you know you don't need to assimilate. You can make the other guy assimilate. Yeah, like so that, what out that's out what we're doing. That's what whites that's are doing. We're assimilating
3: downward.
4: Yeah. Yeah. We'll assimilate. Celebrate to happen, diversity. Yeah. We're out there printing our, you know, our voter guides and our everything else in 52 languages. Eric Thompson sends me some stuff from uh, Yakima, Washington. I mean, they print the goddamn uh, voter guide and it, it, you. And it, again, this is up by the Canadian border. In Washington, it's all Mexican up there. It's hugely Mexican, and because people think it's the Southwest. Fuck, it's not the Southwest. It's the Southwest, the Northwest, the Midwest, and the South. Mm. And then you got the spicks up in the Northeast. So it's pretty much everywhere. But
6: so when's the shooting going to break out from the other side?
4: Oh, the shooting's already breaking out. They're from the shooting other side. each other and us, and we're not really shooting anybody. That's and what I mean. We're just paying for the whole fucking charade. We get yeah. to pay for this circus, but it's not very fun. Yeah,
3: be
6: taxed no, if it's a circus, it's a Roman circus on the level of uh, the Colosseum with the wild animals, except uh, the wild animals yeah. are up in the crowd.
4: Yeah, yeah being they're thrown the to the gorillas, jammed yeah. in with the wild <laughs> animals, and like yeah. no one—it's just a fucking. Yeah. It really is. It's a wild game park without any warning signs.
6: With white virgins floating on rafts amidst all this.
4: uh, You know, know, nigger standards, (coughs) niggers cannot meet white standards. The bad drives out the good. You you can't maintain. You know what, people, it's just like having a class in, in school where you have a couple disruptive kids. And now, do the smart kids drag the disruptive kids up to their level? Well, no, they don't. The disruptive kids, if they're allowed to continue, drag the whole class down to their level. That's what it's like niggers mixed in amongst whites. They're loud and stupid, and they drag everything down to their level. They're criminal, so everything's got to be covered with bulletproof glass and they have cages and the rest of the crap and bars over the doors and the windows, whether in California in Miami or up north, you know, in Chicago or St. Louis or something. It's the same thing. And that's just how it is. You can either recognize that fact or not, but either way, you're going to have to live in accordance with it, whether you do something about it or whether you yield to it. We're saying, let's do something about it. We don't have to yield to this. These are a bunch of fucking monkeys. They cut each other up for fish bait, for business bait, you know, to get more people in their hair salon. They cut up a little kid and stick it in the wall. I mean, what the fuck? It's wrong at so many levels. Hey, <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs>
3: but it's Simple also but the ch- right thing. It's not just a good idea, it's the right thing. to don't want <laughs> you to go, right. uh, Alex, I, I strongly sense a dissing of Moody here. Are you denying the powers of tribal medicine?
4: <laughs> the powers of tribal medicine is not to be under-exaggerated in shape. <laughs> I have no way looking down upon these tribal powers.
6: I can <laughs> in tell in Alex fact, I wish to enlist listening our
4: cause. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we need some white we need some powerful white nationalist moody and shit.
6: I I yeah. personally enjoy the nigger spick wars all over the United States. I think they're tremendously helpful and useful. Except when whites get caught in the the, the crossfire occasionally.
4: Yeah, there's no it means there's no whites left pretty much. Yeah, well, how about this a-
3: how this Austrian documentary uh, comparing Miami to Baghdad? Does it have, has anyone uh, been able to read that or or see
4: it? No, I never heard of that. You're going to have to inform us on that one.
3: Okay, I'll see if I can get a sound bite from the. Hopefully, it's up on YouTube or some some other place that's accessible.
4: Well yeah? And what have, what have we seen about all this infected food and Mexicans taking shits on crops and it's turning up in in burritos from? taco bell
3: yeah i mean what, we, what you, we we've heard all types of things uh, uh communicable diseases coming up through the border such as uh, uh tuberculosis
4: you know, uh, we were lucky my family when we went to mexico we didn't end up with any any problems had a lot of good seafood and whatever but i hear that's not the case with everybody
3: no, uh Montezuma's revenge is not the worst thing you can get in Mexico. Another little known fact is uh that uh, and my uncle, this is actually a personal story, uh, uh witnessed this. Tapeworms. You you go there thinking the produce uh, is fresh. Uh, Boy, that's a juicy uh, tomato. And uh <laughs> three months later you shit meals. <laughs> <laughs> they're about 8
6: or 12 inches long They're long Have <laughs> uh, you ever uh, seen aliens man. Just
3: flapping around the bowl and Oh yeah, yeah that's it all a, It's a real It's a vacation that can really bite you in the yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah. Think about it When you, you, go you, through, you drive through your fast food window It d- all drives over the up the your food costs. You gotta eat twice as much Because you're eating for 20 for... <laughs>
3: Yeah and the thing <laughs> is oh, my God, I'm doing in my
4: bowl is that where I'm living in my bowel without paying rent
3: <laughs> yeah, and there's all types of things they can do you know, they could actually you know tear up your intestines so you get some type of leakage in there or- they have babies. Uh, you shit the uh, first twenty out, and there's twenty more. We oh. so. had a
6: good article in the Aryan Alternative number three about the diseases. I believe it was.
4: Oh, good point. I forgot about that. Yeah, leprosy. We did. Yeah, I remember searching the Google images to find a picture of a dude suffering from. I think it was Chagas, or the, they got the Vinchuca bug, and it shits uh, contains stuff that like it it eats up your guts. Like tapeworms, except a hundred tapeworms can become a horrible problem. But dude, these things really eat you up and kill you. And you know who? Who knows? There's un. We don't even know who's coming over the border, let alone know what diseases they're carrying with them. And you get to suffer all that wonderfully enriching diversity, white man, because the Jews think it's good for them. They don't care about what's good for you. That's called anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. Think about it. And yeah, the vinchuca bug is is one thing they carry. They carry leprosy. They carry drug resistant tuberculosis. Not just from Mexico, but ones coming over from India and Pakistan. Uh, super AIDS. Uh, what else? That was Chagas disease, Deng fever. I think it's called Deng or Dengue. I always get that. I can never remember which one it is. But that's uh, that's in, indigenous to some of those places or endemic in them. And all these diseases come up in these people who are completely uneducated, don't know anything. They have different toilet manners than we do.
7: Not just dirty
4: worse. they're worse. <laughs> and they're out there, <laughs> <in> <laughs> the <laughs> fields, they're crapping on your strawberries. <laughs> they're pissing on your lettuce. <laughs> and there's millions of them.
3: Millions.
4: Tapeworms are Mexicans.
3: Mexicans. Yeah, both
4: both hey, how, and worse and more how
3: many millions of mexicans have tapeworms that's a, a, a how many question. how many don't
4: bed bugs <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah i mean if you're living there and you're immune to montezuma's revenge because you've been drinking the water since you were a tot, what are the chances are you have a tapeworm
1: huh.
6: ask them ask at the at the drive-thru at the taco bell i guess i don't
3: know hold the tapeworm don't they work there
4: <laughs> <laughs> I specifically <laughs> ask you to hold the tapeworms.
6: <laughs> Beat <laughs> them over the head before you apply them. Uh-huh. What, what would sure the
3: Yosef say, Chain? To an eel <laughs> <laughs> in the bowl. That's to an eel right. in the bowl. What does that I mean? Don't know. It might
6: have Mexican pretensions. means world war in Iran. When the tapeworms <laughs> <laughs> are swimming, it's time to attack. <laughs>
4: My lower jawad prime Augustus real estate. <laughs> <That's laughs> man's top price. You're really going to have to pay I can't let you stay in there.
3: It's a message from God. Let Eviction. more
4: Mexicans in. <laughs> Papers have been filed. Eviction notices will be served. With the next enchilada. God. Oh, enchilada. The rest Tapers.
6: Tapers and tapeworms. That's the subject today, Wes.
4: Tape, tape, tapeworms. Oh God, yeah. Yeah.
3: Tape,
6: well,
4: tapers and tapermen and tapeworms.
3: Well, I think sandwich. we've hit, we've hit. We rock all together. Rock bottom. We've hit rock and bottom of the show. That's
4: WND funny. saying all we need is one more giant false flag, and then we can introduce the U- North American Union with the Amaro, or Amaro or however you pronounce that.
3: Yeah. Well, th- that's an honest ar- evangelicals.
4: I actually, it's the Camaro of money. Yeah.
3: I actually heard people are smelting down coins because their metallic value has greatly exceeded their financial oh, uh, worth. Right. Yeah, a penny is worth more as metal as, than it is as a cent.
4: Can you go?
3: Yeah, that's. Uh,
4: There's ten thousand of them and a hundred thousand of us. Can you?
3: Maybe they can be
6: made into bullets. Are they hard enough for that?
3: Well, the copper, uh, well, no, there's zinc since 1982, but uh, the pre-1982 penny is copper. But be that as may, we also have a constructive uh, topic here, Uh, the Southern Baptist Academy, K-12 online homeschooling. I'm looking at the website right now, and there's a quote, You don't have to homeschool alone. Uh... Is this something yeah, white white nationalists
4: could use? So fast, you only want to do what you think is right. Close your eyes and it's past. Story of my life. That's social distortion. Thank you. And the, yeah, yeah, the point here is the... Um, the dirt eaters are ahead of us and it's embarrassing and we can attribute it partly to their greater numbers and their longer experience, but we should still be doing more. And in 2004, the Southern Baptist convention called for people to withdraw for their people to withdraw from the public schools, which are run by godless secularists pursuing, uh, uh their own agenda. And their point is that they believe that basically everything starts with God and the acknowledgement that God is the source of everything on earth and, and all motives and drives and, and, uh, and wisdom, and so they're they're kind of set from a, a, a queer point. But anyway, that's what they believe. So they don't believe what the public schools are teaching, and they're overtly calling to withdraw. That's a big thing for people who are so prone to follow the government as the uh, the right wing Christians. But the point is, they've already set up online academies where you, where homeschoolers can pay some money and and get lesson plans. Online and something whites have never done but should do is develop a curriculum for K to 12 homeschooling. There's no reason it can't be done. It's a matter of taking existing material and organizing it, and it can be material without a Christian basis, but that is at the either pro-white or at least free of, of uh, anti-racial stuff, of egal free of egalitarian ideology that is in every single thing that is put out by the public schools. Why hasn't anyone done this? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to start working towards it myself eventually, but I don't have a background in curriculum development, but it's just so evident that it needs to be done. And all it really requires is a slightly more formalized and chunked out, that is set into lessons and and units uh, way of putting over a body of knowledge that white children need to know. I'm I'm advocating building a curriculum specifically for white children, and that means basically not a Christian curriculum, not a secular humanist curriculum, but a white child's curriculum. It teaches pride in his own heritage, and it teaches him the facts about the world that he needs to know.
3: Yeah, political and that, facts.
4: And and this is just an amplification of the power of the Internet to group like minds, to to join people across distance, say here here's a curriculum that is solid for your kids, take your kids out of the public school, teach them at home, and it'll take a lot less time and money than the public school will.
6: Yeah, and, and you will be subjected to, to the... To the it's
4: a physical harassment or, or mental brainwashing. Both. You got control of them. You get to know them better. You build your bond with your child while you're filling them full of wisdom and, and, and knowledge—real knowledge, not lies that serve the government.
3: And you know, I must say, this is another freedom that Americans have that Europeans do not.
4: Yeah. Uh, that, there was yeah. there
3: was a case of Germans, uh, German family who also were, again Christian, but they're the ones pushing the envelope these days. And, uh, yeah, they, they sent that father to jail and confiscated the kids and threw them into government institutions, just like a mental institution for uh, yeah. homeschooling his kids. So this is a freedom Americans have that, again, the founders homeschooling can be thankful.
4: Is Ill- the history of homeschooling, here's the deal. It's illegal in Germany, and they're trying to, the elite are trying to build a new world order in which it will, homeschooling will also be illegal. But what happened was homeschooling actually used to be illegal in the U.S. Ah. But the the hippies and a, a combination of hippies and fundamentalist Christians began to homeschool in the 70s into the early 80s, and they got it legalized in most states. And in fact, it's legal in all states. And in most states, you don't even really have to do much, if anything, at all. You may have to file like a lesson plan with your, but but it's a very light burden. And the NEA is a little bit worried about that because the number of public school children in the U.S. is about 48 million. And uh, the number of homeschooling kids is 800,000 to a million if you believe the government, which I wouldn't, or 2 million if you believe the homeschoolers themselves. And it's been growing very rapidly. Because people recognize, whether they're racialists or not, they recognize that public schooling is, is not teaching kids anything. It's just adjusting their attitudes and brainwashing them that homosexuality is good and God is bad. And you know, you know the agenda if you've been alive 15 days in a row in America with your eyes open. You know the agenda that they're pushing because it doesn't matter where you turn, radio or TV or newspaper, it's the same thing. They're all on the same page pushing the liberals' Jewish bullshit. Right, and Christian, private schools Christians opt out from it.
3: Private schools yeah. have the same thing, but are also too expensive.
4: Private, well, and many private schools also push the same egalitarian agenda. They may be a little more intellectual, but they still are pushing that all races can get along. They won't tell you the stuff. They won't teach your kid what we're teaching them. If if you had your kid listen to this, he would know more about South Africa than he would ever learn in a, in a public school. They would teach him that evil, racist whites held down the black man until finally they were liberated by the wonderful Winnie and Nelson Mandela and, and, so and the black So they could decorate their beauty salons with magic
6: amulets.
4: Yeah, they, they won't tell you about this, this <laughs> that blacks have an IQ that is literally retarded, and that's the reason that, that the continent never developed, and that low IQ manifests itself in primitive belief in, in magic
3: and is racially carried out. up
4: bodies so that they'll have body parts to <coughs> you know commune with the devil and, 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 and work and their shells it's crazy it's, it's absolutely crazy but your kid will never learn that in a public or private school because people are too gutless and stupid to teach what's actually going on they and then there are the Cosbys
3: work. on TV yeah
4: yeah, and you got your you got your blacks as are cosby's on TV and they're they're moody practitioners in reality. Your kid needs no reality. He is strong enough. He doesn't need myths and lies. That's what religious people say. They're weak. If they were weren't weak, they wouldn't need to claim that you need that. You don't need that. You need the truth. You need facts. And once you get a taste for facts in one area, Just like belief in God and religious insanity, if once you let that in, it will take over your entire mind and fuck you up like a spreading fungus. Well, once you get a little bit of taste for learning the truth about something, by God, it's so strengthening and fortifying that all of a sudden you won't accept anything less than the truth in every other area of your life. You want to know the truth about diet and exercise. You want to know the truth about history and the peopling of the Americans and who is really here. You want to know the truth about race and racial differences. You want to understand who's really running the country politically? Damn, it's strengthening. That's, that's the white quest and the Aryan essence. That's who you want to be. Otherwise, why be alive? Just be another consumer cog unit watching TV. There's already millions of those. You don't want to be that. You want to be something different. This is the way to do it. Stay out of government mind jails called schools. Do your own thing. Do what we're telling you. Take what we're doing. Take another step. But anyway, homeschooling is one good way to do that and build family bonds and teach your kids real knowledge in a lot less time than it takes to adjust their attitudes and brainwash them in government jails. So, yeah, we got to give a tip of the hat to the Baptists for getting getting their ass in gear and doing a lot of this because the Christian conservatives are really the ones driving the homeschooling. And now it's starting to open up a bit to where uh, other other types of people are coming into it. And that's got the NEA's ears up. They they don't like anything that, that takes students away from them because... They get paid X amount per student. Yeah, for well, that their, their secular masses. So
3: I'll give a shout out for their website. You can check it out at www.thesouthernbaptistacademy.org. org. One word all written together. So you might have to hit pause on the podcast and uh, type that out to your browser. You, you,
4: yeah, it's
3: a bit long, but it's you, there. You,
4: you check homeschooling, Google homeschooling, and um, there's a guy, Michael Ferris, who's got like 10 kids, and he's a, he's a fundamentalist Christian in Virginia, and there's a homeschooling legal defense association. And like we said, this stuff is illegal in Europe because Europe has done what we've done but taken it a couple steps farther with their European Union and their outlawing of free speech, and that's what they want to do here. They, the state does not want anybody teaching its kids against the state. You've you got to be on, with the party line. You've got to go to a government still and hear what they have to say, and that's all you're allowed to believe. And they don't want to hear any shit otherwise. So you can't homeschool your kid. They won't let you travel to the Iran conference, or they claim they'll steal your passport. They throw people in jail for questioning the Holocaust. I mean, you, you begin to see that it's a totalitarian. They just call it a democracy, but that doesn't change the fact. They're dictating to you what you're going to say and think. That's simple. And Where? and what you're going to do. They they they're claiming to control every aspect of your life that <coughs> basically you're not allowed to be an adult in, in under the new world order. It's aimed at 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 a tiny minority of of adults, mostly Jews controlling everybody else who live as adult vegetables. They may be they may be ambulatory vegetables, but they're still vegetables that means they they can walk around but they're just corn in the hoof you know they're they're just not allowed to use their brains to make any real decision if that's the world that you want by god go to a public school watch tv and believe what it tells you if if you do, if you want to live as a free man you think that's kind of your your birthright and that's what you're built to do then you, you homeschool your kid teach him the truth and and join up with like minds that's one of the good things about homeschooling you can join up with other people do well, stuff Corn in the hoof
6: is Goyan uh, Goyan cattle, that's the...
4: Yeah, cattle fed corn, kept in the dark and fed bullshit, walking vegetable, can't think.
3: Right, well, uh, anything else going on, closing statements? We are through the topics. Uh, I know the (sighs) top 50 list of VNN uh, has finally come out. I wonder if that's going to be uh, embellished with... uh, with more personal facts about the situations. Yeah, situation. I'm going to put up appeasers. a couple
4: par- paragraphs from the different people on there. We'll do the Jews next. America's 50 top Jews. Yeah, we might have to do 100 Jews.
6: Trying about 2,000.
4: <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I yeah, we could go on, but uh, 100. I think it's important to identify the appeasers, people who are working against their own race's interest, and to drive that's a wedge between them and the American public. Say, look, these people are killing you. Yeah, these people are the ones who, who are exceeding in the destruction of your country for their own personal benefit. That's what you call a traitor. That's treasonous behavior. They deserve to hang for it.
6: Yeah, that list might morph into a little more serious list someday.
4: Well, you know, we always I, I come from a newsletter background, and people love lists. They love bulleted items. They love short, simple stuff. And so why not apply that to politics? Great. Well, you let's see, do it on a lot of see,
6: different levels. Maybe sure, hey, we be the ones to compile the... The original white nationalist lists.
4: Say top ten white nationalist heroes. You know, top ten white nationalist reporters. Top ten white nationalist radio shows. Top 100 Jewish traitors, or top 100 uh, evil Jews dominating America. Top 100 Zog, Zogites, or something. I mean, yeah, it's memorable. And you see how they promote stuff like that on TV.
6: How about we're behind you on the freeway with our lights running? We're pulling you over.
3: (laughs) In the future.
4: America's top 100 hush crimes, right? Yeah. Fuck, we could do 100 a month or a year.
3: Yeah, look at this South African guy just working away. I mean, it's almost too much to read his blog because he's just on one I, day. I, I, I,
4: one day, one day. And
3: it it taxes your your reading ability if just one day. The amount of hoot nannies and and uh, jive and. Shaking big going on down there. It's just uh, appalling.
4: They have more diversity than they can handle, and there's already been a, a million out of the five or six million whites in the country. A million have already fled. There's now like four million left, and they're hunkered down and just trying not to get raped and robbed. Over 2,000 farmers have been killed in South Africa. Not a word about that. You know, They go on endlessly about the, oh, the Soweto riots where maybe, I don't know, what I forget how many are killed, maybe 10 niggers are killed or something so what a riot's a big fucking deal you know, but, but whites are killed just year in and year out they don't say a word about it and that, that's where the Jewish control of the media comes in that they always mock oh you have conspiracy theory that's so idiots can dismiss facts with a cover story oh I, oh, I, oh I know what you are you're a hater and haters come up with conspiracy theories to, to, to hide for their personal defects no it's just facts and reality that we're giving you
6: Back to Theodore Adorno and the authoritarian personality in the Frankfurt School Critical
4: field. He had another kite that was not vertically expelled but horizontally swept out, right? He had a Berkeley Sweat, of all Germany. places.
3: And yeah, what a nice, what a happy landing he had from the extreme. He was a USD,
4: I believe. He he went all over the place, Columbia, and, and he ended up in San Diego, this this German Jew.
6: That Columbia is a Marxist. When you look at the number of people in this country yeah. running the country down, the, it looks like about one in every four come out of Colombia.
4: Well, I, you guys have seen, uh, and that's where Franz Boas started his uh, anthropology, and he spread out over the country. If you guys have ever seen uh, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, think think of their pod-growing factory. This is essentially what Jewish academics are. They start up some school of pseudoscience like Franz Boas's, uh idea that race does not exist. He's the guy who spread that. You probably don't even know that unless you listen to this show. He's a Jew. He came up with the idea, race does not exist. Culture is everything, and all cultures are equal. right? He didn't believe that about Jews, but uh, you know Jews are like that. They're they're hypocrites. They have double standards. They create pseudosciences. Just like the pod people in that movie. remember, they grow their pods and then they ship them in covered trucks in the original all around the country. So where they sit, create their own little pods who take over that area, that's what Franz Boas did. He created his own little pods, and they, they like to use goyim for their pods because they're idiots like Margaret Mead, and they ship them out preaching the Jewish doctrine and spoiling an entire generation and taking it over just the way the pod people did. So they look like normal people, but they're preaching doctrines that were put in their head. They're completely the, the manufactured by these Jews spreading these ideas that advance Jewish interests. That's what's going on. And these people don't even see it. They don't even see it, but we do. We do. And we're telling you the truth. All is verifiable that we say. You can look it up. We don't have That's to lie and make things up. Proof. We don't have to get yeah. We don't have to get scared of, of what other people say. We have the answers. We sound got like the we're literal free.
6: Proof. Facts. We have facts on these stories. We research like uh, what you're talking about the the lawyers and the and the law
4: schools and absolutely the
6: deans. I mean it's just right there in black and white and it's, and you say, it's on their own websites.
4: Yeah. See, Craig, they say well you're a conspiracy theorist and, and we say well hey then you go to Harvard Law School and you look up the faculty and you determine how many of them are Jews and you do the same thing for Yale and Stanford and UPenn and Berkeley's Bolt Law School and Michigan and the rest of them, you'll see exactly what we said. Half of them are Jews. How come that's never written about in the press? It certainly wouldn't be because Jews control the press. That's a nutty conspiracy theory. Well, here we're telling you something you can verify yourself by going and reading up on it. And the only argument you have against it is that people named Cohen ain't Jews. Well, we say they are. Should yeah. Jews control our law schools? You know what that means? Your kids stood up for for rape anytime some nigger whore decides to, to make the charge. Is that the kind of world you want to live in? And you know what the stop after that is? It's fucking them cutting up your daughter and sticking her in a wall to attract business. Cause their fucking fifty IQ brains think it'll bring them business to do that. Do you want to live around these people and pretend that they're equals? Doesn't that kind of make you a joke? You know you what know, no I was saying in the
6: ghetto? I, I, I have businessmen. I have businessmen. You know what I'm saying? hmm You know that one, don't you? I have businessmen. Mm-hmm.
4: businessmen. All niggas say that's a big nigger football. I have a no, they're all businessmen. I, I businessmen. wear a three-piece suit. That made me a businessman. I carry a briefcase. <laughs> I wear a World recs. I be one of them businessmen.
3: Do I got a cell phone upside my head, nigga? I sure do. That makes... businessman
6: <laughs> open up their briefcase, and there's all the eyeballs. Eyeballs.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> eyeballs for sale. And business is good. <laughs> I
3: got a clip. Here you go for 40 bucks.
4: Fucking babies to and avoid AIDS. Yeah,
3: imagine this cutting, cutting them off.
4: never up. thought its finest. Yeah.
6: Well, uh... Well, you just... Uh, you asked a closing statement. I just want to say people should, at this point, uh, get a little bit angry and take some action. Get involved and... Uh, at least read uh, Which Way, Western Man by William Gailey Simpson. It's on Amazon. I think it's 36 bucks. Get a copy. If that's all you can manage, or anything else you can manage,
4: do maybe, Yeah, maybe you heard connection. Duke speak at the conference and get Duke's book. It's a pretty good one. Hmm. Or go look, listen for free to William Pierce's ADVs. I mean, he lays it all out, all the different the segments, the, the South Africa, the Rhodesia, Zimbabwe. Or join and me in me Civil Rights Poland. in the com. U.S. Come to VNNForum.com. We've got all kinds of people more joining every day. As People are hearing what we're saying. They're picking it up. We're getting a big surge in downloads, I believe. I believe. And live listeners, and we do FTL live on Monday. And we will probably start doing that more often, more than once a week if we can. We need a couple things, but some technical stuff and, and, and some hosting. But uh...
3: Yeah, we are the premier national show without the national audience, but they're catching up. Your kids and enough. the good guys—we're also the good guys.
4: They feel us coming. That's why their lies are ever more strained and dubious. And why they can't allow white nationalists to answer, and why they have to pretend in this this false, this cover story, this cover story to explain away reality that we report to you on Goyfire. We're
6: not rapists. We're not murderers. We're not mass uh, international mercenary killers.
4: And for you leftists, leftist, don't you think it would, it would raise market share and make corporate profits to tell stories like niggers cutting up babies and, and sticking them, immuring them in the walls of their salon? Don't you think that would make some money? And if corporations are all about profit, how come they don't tell you the stories we're talking about on Goy Fire? How come they don't have the, the, the humor that we do? How money so is a veritable rap song. So they're, they're passing up money to tell you lies. So what does that tell you about the reality of your theory of, of media criticism, that it's all corporate profits? It ain't. It ain't corporate profits. It's someone's political agenda. Trump's profits. Do you think people would rather hear that story that we told you, or they'd rather hear about Tony Snow and David Gregory bitching at each other for four days on fire? I want to hear
6: about Tony Snow's colostomy. Yeah.
4: yeah, that's much more interesting than hearing what niggers are actually doing in South Africa. No, of course not. Of course, what we're saying is more interesting.
3: Yeah. So, well, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in tonight. We love bringing <laughs> you the juicy tidbits that the mass media leaves on the table. I uh, think so, I'm all settling for now, the settling for funny. the scraps. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, make a big deal of the scraps, and we got the whole smorgasbord of topics left,
4: and and we got school. it at uh, a. <laughs> For daily news and commentary, GoVNN.com. We encourage everybody, join our forum, VNNForum.com. Talk about David Duke on, on the Iran conference and all the stuff that we're talking is fully documented and discussed at, at GoVNN.com. Blog, you can leave comments at VNNForum.com. Radio at GoiFire.com. You can find this and other listings and also from our main sites. We've got SunlitHeights.com. We're doing another issue of the paper. The White Patriot Leader we will eventually do another Aryan Alternative. All kinds of stuff you can get involved with. And this is healthy, happy, good, solid stuff for you to be involved with. It's not sick. It's reality-oriented, unlike the mass media entertainment that does nothing but sicken and provide carbohydrates for your eyes and your ears. But we provide protein and calcium and nutrients. This is not pimp my mind. We are steak, baby. We are the steak media. And not the
3: tapers. We're not the tapers, it. Well, I don't right. know.
4: Tapers may be very tasty, for all I know. I've never eaten one. Yeah. I can imagine that fricasseed flank of tapers <laughs> quite a dump. Uh, well. But I do not know.
3: <laughs> yes. Well, uh, thanks for listening, Stan. Thanks for engineering this show. They is wishing you the best of goodbyes.
2: Boyfire is a production of Vanguard News Network Broadcasting.